Hi, my name is Sarah Rachel Brown. I'm a 30-something-year-old woman, and I live in Philadelphia. I'm a contemporary jeweler. And like many others, I am an artist trying to make a living. On this podcast, I'm going to broach the subject of value. I'll be talking to studio artists and performers, educators and administrators, and anyone else attempting to combine their creative endeavors with how they get a paycheck. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Perceived Value. It has been just about a month since you've heard from me, and man, what a month it was. The first New York City Jewelry Week is in the books, and I walked away with roughly eight hours of recording. That, of course, would not have been possible without the help of the incredible NYC JW team and all the artists who took the time to jump on a microphone. I cannot thank all of you enough for your support and, of course, your transparency. I'm not done processing the events of the week, so I'm just going to say this. Congrats to Bella and JB for putting together an event of this magnitude. With the time and resources you had, you truly made some magic happen. For those of you who said hello or came to the JV Collective's opening, for me, that is what Jewelry Week was all about, connecting with my community. So thank you for enriching my experience, and I can only hope that you feel the same. I gotta be honest with you all. I am a little burnt out talking about Jewelry Week. Now, don't get me wrong, I had a great time, but this event has kind of consumed my life the last few months, and I really need to switch things up. So here is my game plan. Over the next few months, I'm going to be focused on recording interviews with all types of artists. From that guy you pay to frame those prints you love to make, to a gal who's walking away from her current job, home, beloved city, all to chase after an opportunity that is far too good to pass up. I've never said Perceived Value was a podcast for jewelers. Of course, I am a jeweler, and the vast majority of my guests have been jewelers talking about jewelry. Yes, yes, yes. But this podcast is about value and approaching conversations on the financial aspects of our creative careers with honesty and sincerity. So let's talk to some people. Let's talk to a real estate agent. Let's talk to a glass blower. Let's talk to a ceramic artist. I'm pretty excited about what I have in store for you all, so please stay tuned. And of course, my New York City Jewelry Week recordings will still be trickled in here and there, and with some being released as bonus episodes. So if you're not already a perceived value patron, now would be a good time to check out my Patreon page and find out how to show your support and get access to these exclusive recordings. So today's episode, it is a compilation of shorter interviews I conducted during my live casting at NYCJW headquarters. From 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., I went on a recording marathon and had the absolute pleasure of speaking with artists and jewelers with all types of professional and socioeconomic backgrounds. And to those who stopped by, gave me something to drink, or brought me food, or just gave me a hug, thank you. Y'all kept me going that day. 
So please welcome my guest from Perceived Value, NYCJW Livecasts. So Suzanne, let's get your mic level set. All right. You can tell me all about your train. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I was really worried trying to come from Brooklyn, so that's... I avoided it. You know, I've been coming to New York off like once or twice a year for 10 years. Yeah. And I've never had this much trouble with the trains before. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Where did you come from? I'm from Chicago. Oh, wait. Did you fly in for this? I did. Oh, my gosh. I've been here since Friday. Um, but mostly spending time with family over yeah. the weekend. Oh, so you could do like a little bit of both. Yeah, so I came for the weekend with my husband and we stayed in Union Square in a very nice hotel. Uh, and now I'm staying in Brooklyn with my grown daughter. And oh, okay. getting to spend lots of time with her and couple it with the uh, jewelry week. Jewelry week. Yeah. Um, so you're a jeweler. I am. Oh, Suzanne, will you say your first and last name for me? Suzanne Henry. Suzanne Henry, and you live in Chicago. Right. You're a jeweler. Do you make jewelry full-time for a living? I make jewelry um, not for a living. I mean, I, yeah. would ca- I would call it my occupation, but I don't make a living at it. Yeah. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can relate. Yeah. And I really think of myself more as an artist first. Yeah. Which, and my medium happens to be jewelry. Yeah, so. I think a lot of people um, can relate to that. Yeah, I definitely think like that too now. Oh, Moreover. well, that's cool. Yeah, I've always been like, I'm a jeweler, I'm a jeweler. I'm like, no, I'm more so like an artist. I'm dabbling in all types of yeah. things. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love metal. I love working in metal. Um, but it's, and I love jewelry of all kinds. Like, I'm not one of these people who will poo-poo beautiful sapphire ring yeah. or anything oh. like that. But Me neither. Um, but you know, for my own outlet, it's more about the art and the ideas and the exploration and building mm-hmm. skills and all of that. So, so I like how you had like a double reason you can stay with your daughter in Brooklyn. Yeah. But then, you, so is your daughter going to go around with you to any events for New York? She City works, she works for a living. So no, yeah. uh, except <laughs> she will. So I do have some work with Heidi Lowe and the earrings galore. Oh, you pop do. Up. Nice. And that was another reason for coming here because yeah. I really wanted to meet Heidi and I wanted to be there for the opening um so my daughter will be there at the opening tomorrow night oh that's so exciting yeah I unfortunately have to miss that and I know I'm really sad well I couldn't take the whole week off work so Mm. I took Tuesday and Wednesday to get back there take care of business and get back here okay yeah um so you're in the Heidi Lowe earrings galore yep where else are you so um, I also signed up for Anonymous Brooklyn, although I, I forgot the work I was going to bring in today. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back and get that, and I'll be installing um, a piece into that show as well. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but no. it's an open call. You can put in anything you want. Yeah. And I don't know what to expect. You have yeah. to wear a mask when you put it up, and nobody knows what they're buying, whose work they're buying when they buy it. So it's okay. crazy. I've seen a lot of things about it because Brooklyn yeah. Metalworks is putting it on. Right. Where are you physically doing it at? Like, where does that happening? Anonymous. It's going to be at Brooklyn Metalworks. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's kind of a little creepy with the whole mask thing, but I kind of love it. I'm not sure, but, you know, I'm, I'm giving <laughs> it a go. Right? Yeah. Uh, so... Um, you obviously are a mother. What other careers or occupations have you 
had? I've had many. Yeah. Uh, so I, my first career, I was an industrial designer. Oh. Um, I have a BFA from RISD. Oh, and, and uh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, yeah. but listeners are always like, you don't give us perspective of how old they are. Like, yeah. you don't have to say your age, but can we do a bracket? Well, let's just say I graduated art school before computers. Okay. <laughs> there we go, guys. Yeah. Now you have Everything some had to be drawn by hand. Nice. Um, you know, with the parallel rule and a T-square and triangles and there we go markers and all that stuff where'd so, you graduate from uh from RISD hey can I ask you a question sure how expensive was RISD was RISD like reasonable when you went there back in the day you know it was a private school even then yeah so was it reasonable not by those standards yeah but um but certainly way more reasonable than it is today yeah, compared to yeah. today yeah so you were industrial designer yeah did you work for anybody that we might like be familiar no. with? No. So I moved back to Chicago. I worked as a consultant very briefly, then worked for a manufacturer in new product development. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were in the hardware store industry. So no one oh. you would really be familiar with unless you have a Chamberlain garage door opener in your garage. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, I got very frustrated in that job. I gave up design and I went and did an MBA at Kellogg at Northwestern University. And so I left art and design completely. Yeah. For a business degree. Yeah. Well, I think that is smart. So what did you do with that MBA you got? So with that, um, and I'll try and put it all in a nutshell for you. With that, I I actually ended up moving to London for a few years. So I worked in telecom in marketing Uh, and management. Yeah. Uh, Then I came back to Chicago. I worked in advertising very briefly. Mm -hmm. And then uh, once I started raising a family, I uh, became a strategy consultant and did that for many many years in Chicago. Is that because you could work from home and still have the flexibility, flexibility to raise the children? Yeah. Yeah. That was the only way I could figure out to get flexibility. And what does your husband do? He's in real estate development. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then when does jewelry come into your life? So I've always been a collector. Okay. I had a, a friend in college. She's probably still a jeweler who made jewelry, who introduced me to the wonders of soldering. Yay. And, <laughs> Good um, and one day my daughter t- was taking classes at Lil Street. She signed up for a jewelry class. Oh, I know Lil Street. Yeah. 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 And um, when she came home with some work she was making, I looked at her and I thought I could do that. And that sort of became my avenue for getting back into the art world because I had always promised myself once my kids were grown and perhaps my mother didn't need me anymore and Mm -hmm. money was no longer a primary concern for me Mm -hmm. that I would go back and make art. Yeah. So now it's just kind of like a, it's It's not not a hobby, but you don't rely on it for your soul. No, I definitely don't rely on it. What do you do with your work? Like, do you have a production line? Do you sell online? I don't have a production line. I've studiously avoided creating a business out of what I do. Yeah. Um, because I, I'm trying to keep it a passion and that sort of artistic exploration part yeah. of what it is for me. So I don't have a line, but I will create collections or a series of things yeah. um, so that I can have a really nice body of work to show if I 
have something going on with a gallery or something like that. What galleries do you have stuff at? So right now, my my work for a long time has been in the gallery at Lill Street oh, yeah. uh, in Chicago. Um, I'm lucky enough to have my work in Earrings Galore, of course, mm-hmm. with Heidi Lowe. And um, now I have a collection of work with my... Uh, dear friend and favorite new gallerist uh, Nora McCarthy in Chicago for Gallery 2052. Yes, I heard. Yes, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, she's got amazing access to artist work that you just don't see in the city. And I'm just so thrilled that she wants to have my work in her gallery too well you know the contemporary art jewelry field we can Mm. we'll take whatever we can get. (laughs) Not saying like anything like that, but we, there's just not that many galleries, you no. know, and you really feel it. Like when Velvet Da Vinci closed, I was oh, just like, oh, yeah, God. I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice to see because Nora's younger. She appears to be like I would clock her early 30s. I don't know. But oh, oh my God. In her 20s. <gasps> Nora, look at you, girl. Yeah. In your 20s, yep. starting a gallery. She's Holla. an old one. Uh, well, that's when Sienna Patty started. She mm-hmm. started in her 20s. Um you just have to applaud that and it's exciting to see some like a fresh young perspective on it and yeah it'll be interesting to see what she does and where I she know. goes we're rooting for you girl yeah um so you're staying with your daughter for you why did you want to come to i mean i know that you're in a show and it's nice to come along to see the opening and whatnot but for you, the greater idea of being here, like what's the value of this experience for you? So I'd say the impetus for my being here really is just kind of reinvigorate um, and uh, and also get exposure to things beyond what I see in real life in Chicago. Yeah. I, I had a very bad bike accident in August. Oh, no. With Where I broke nine bones. Oh, my God. You, you look good. You guys, she doesn't look broken right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, I'm carrying around my little collapsible cane in my bag Aww. so I can use it later in the day. But um, yeah. uh, so I haven't been in the studio for like three months or so. Um, understandably. I mean, yeah. metal smithing's hard on your body anyways. And when you're healing, I yeah. can, that's not the time to do that. So, yeah. uh, you know, this just seemed like a really great way to kind of get reinvigorated, develop new ideas, see what's going on, meet people, because yeah. I really don't have a lot of opportunity to meet people, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and see family, and meet Heidi, and yeah. all those things. I like how yeah. you got to kind of combine it. I feel like a lot of people, you know, New York City is an expensive city, and this is not an easy time to travel right before the holidays, and yeah. I think a lot of people are layering this trip with seeing somebody, or I know somebody that was on their way to a wedding and they can go to New York for a few days after. Right. So yeah. um, I think that's working out for a lot of people as yeah. well. I'm so sorry about your bike. Oh accident. yeah. I'm sorry too. But you know, I'm really happy to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys, she has a stunning necklace on. Is that you? This or? is my work. Yes. I love that. Is that steel or it's silver? All steel. Oh, that's cool. I have two mentors in steel. Heejin, um, Wang, I think is her last name. She's mm. back in Korea. And Maya Lepo. <gasps> Maya's one of my best friends. Well, she's one of my best friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Maya, meeting your friend. Um, I'm really sad. She she couldn't come to this. It's funny because you think of people like Maya's so involved, but n- you just can't swing everything. And you I think she had all. like a show opening at a gallery 
in Ohio and it's just something it's like yeah you can't do everything I know you know I'm gonna be faced with the reality are you familiar with other jewelry weeks um I know of them but I don't know you know oh. when they are and stuff Suzanne, like that. Suzanne, you gotta go to Munich Jewelry Week gotta sometime. Go to it's amazing, <laughs> um, and it's gonna. You know, it's interesting for me because I have attended that a few times. I'll be comparing the two, which I don't think is. It's not negative or it's not positive, but it, I have a feeling there's going to be no way to really compare these two yeah. weeks because yeah. they're so different in nature already. Like um, New York City Jewelry Week, Bella and JV are really trying to broaden the spectrum of the types of jewelry included in jewelry week it really runs the 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 gamut yeah the whole spectrum end to end yeah Yeah. and so i'm curious to see if it'll feel like there's too much going on so i feel like i'm missing out on too many things or if it'll be more exciting and energizing because there are there's so much for everybody and it's just it's the first time so you don't know the challenge right i mean i've been really overwhelmed by the amount of programming uh, yeah but you can only do what you can do yeah so (laughs) tell me what you're gonna do today what's on your monday so today i don't have a lot to do i'm going to see the american southwest exhibit later uh, this afternoon jewelry of the american southwest okay i like that yeah and um i'll probably look around soho a little bit but when we're done talking Mm -hmm. um Really, my my big days tomorrow. I'm very excited to get that the curators tour at the Met. For, oh, you're going to yeah. that? Nice job, Suzanne. Yeah. So tomorrow's a big day because um, because of that. I'm meeting a friend who mm-hmm. I only get to see every few years. Yeah. Um, and it is our both of our birthdays tomorrow. Yeah. Like we have the same exact birthday. Oh my God! Happy yeah. birthday! Yeah. Thank you. That's a fun way to spend your birthday. And then, uh, and then of course I've got the earrings galore opening tomorrow night, yeah. and there's another opening for uh, Maya Rose Weiss, who's an, a mm. young, uh, just graduated jeweler from Pratt. Um, mm-hmm. And I know her family from years ago. So. Oh, and where's that opening going to be at? It's going to be um, somewhere in Soho here at White oh. Space, I think it's White called. Space is White what it's Space. White Space, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just lost my question. Oh. oh my God, it was at the tip of my tongue. You guys, Suzanne's my first interview of the day. I'm going to be recording for nine hours today, which is. Well, I'm glad I got in now. Maybe that's better, right? It's kind of an experiment. <laughs> Oh, I know exactly what I was going to say. When you said that you're meeting your friend and she was going to come along with you, that instantly made me think of something that I think is really amazing about New York. Jewelry Week is when you're in Munich, often no one knows what's going on besides all of a sudden there's all these like jewelers from all over the world. But I like how I know so many people meeting up with people yeah. who have nothing to do with jewelry yeah. and they're getting roped in. Well, but um, I mean, I, I don't have a single... F- female friend that doesn't love jewelry yeah and who doesn't love jewelry exactly (laughs) and you don't know you love it or you want it until you're aware of it so this is a great opportunity for us as our the jewelry's community to introduce so many more people to what we are and what we're passionate about yeah 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 Yeah, it's really great i'm gonna i'm excited for your friend thank you and i'm excited for people who just happen upon events this week i think that'll be i'm hoping to gather some recordings with people who have no idea what jewelry week is and suddenly find themselves at a party yeah because i think they would be the most interesting people to talk to because their perspective is coming from it in a way they're just like where am i what's happening that kind of thing yeah yeah well suzanne anything else you want to add to our little mini interview here oh that i want to add gosh i don't even know what i would where i would (laughs) go with that question (laughs) um 
thank you for being my first guest and starting off my day. And I'm really excited about this. And thanks for waiting for me. Oh, yeah, you guys. <laughs> she was like, the train. I'm stuck. Uh, yeah, you lucked out. I didn't have anybody yeah. after your slot. So yeah. it really worked out well. It's so good. It's good. I'm expecting that to happen all day. New York is just one of those cities that, you know, you can get caught up in anything real quick and be 20 minutes behind before oh you know God. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Suzanne. All right. Thanks, Sarah. Nice to see you. And so the mic. So are you on your lunch break? Yes. Oh, my goodness, girl. <laughs> You're just, like, running around the chicken yeah, that the head's Yeah, I'm just, off. like, trying to breathe, like, at a, at a proper pace right now. You made it. Thanks for making the time to come say hi to me. Of course. Well, I thought it'd be really fun to kind of just, like, you know, touch base with somebody who's been on the podcast before. <laughs> I know. Hey, guys. Welcome back. A thousand facets to the podcast. Woo-hoo. You <laughs> might remember her as the blogger, jewelry, adorer, extraordinaire, etc., <laughs> Um, it's New York City Jewelry Week, and I know that you have a whole lot going on. I do. So I wanted to get some perspective of somebody who, you know, you commute. You don't live right in the city, but you commute here. You live here all the time. Um, your overhead to attend is obviously nothing because you live here, but you do have a full-time job. So have yeah. you even been able, are you taking time off this week? I'm going to take Friday off. Okay, you're going to take Friday off. And then, um, so I have an, an uh, I have a couple of events. I have an event on Saturday and Wednesday. I have an event, on two events on Thursday. And then I'm taking the whole Friday off just to enjoy the whole time. Oh, good. And just, like, help the girls here and just go and try to see some of the events that are happening. Just because I only have, like, so much time, you know? Yeah. But, um, and then I have my event on Saturday with Shane Jamane, which I'm so excited about. Okay. Well, I'm happy to hear that you are taking a day. I don't even have that really. <laughs> I mean, like Thursday, Friday, we're installing our show. Thursday, I get here. I did book one interview with Marta Costa Reyes. Awesome. Uh, do you know her? Have you had the pleasure to oh, meet her yet? I've never met her. But I, I met her at um, Munich. She came to our opening. So I met her briefly, but then we reconnected at another time. And you know, I've just followed her since then. She does so much and she was just a lovely person. And so I'm really excited to get somebody in the podcast that is traveling internationally. I know, which here. is great. I, I've seen some people coming from Mexico, Trinidad and Tobago, like to the New York Three Week. And it's so exciting yeah. to see that, you know, people are engaging and that's what I want. I really want yeah. this to happen. I, I, I'm like, I've been such a supporter from JV and Bella. They've done such an incredible job and yeah. they, they really are pouring their hearts and their soul on it. And I'm just such a cheerleader for them. That well, I'm like, yeah, an event of this magnitude is just, I can't even imagine. I don't know how they're existing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. Every time that I talk to JB, she's like, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm like, you're doing it. You're doing great. Yeah, she, they're doing amazing. I, I couldn't be prouder of these girls. They're like, I'm, I'm so proud. I'm so excited for them. And I want to see this keep growing and keep being the a force to be reckoned with in the jewelry industry. Well, you have to be really excited because the thousand facets, you definitely go, you cover a lot of fine jewelry. So this is kind of like worlds colliding for you well, a little bit. Not really, because I do do post a lot of um, contemporary jewelry too. So yeah. like I, I just, it, it, I just cross the line between from fine to fine contemporary and contemporary and all those, like they're like my babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I really enjoy 
different types of jewelry. It's just everything just has to be like something that I love. It just yeah. doesn't matter if it's $25 or $10,000. It just yeah. needs to be cool. So let's talk about all these events you got going on. You're a mover and a shaker. <laughs> start with, let's start with Wednesday. Unfortunately, this will be airing after Jewelry yeah, Week. So we're no, mostly just, I want to give insight to how people are making things happen this week too because I think a lot of people were really intimidated by New York to put on an event here because of course New York is expensive Mm -hmm. so talk to me about what your event is where it's happening and how financially you're making those things happen um by my pocket (laughs) Uh, on Wednesday I'm going to the Henry Bendel the opening party Okay. Uh, and I have a bunch of people meeting there. Uh, I went, wanted to go to the, the the New York Jury Week party, but I don't think I can make it because yeah. I my train is really late, so I can only take one late train in order to be able to exist as a human. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thursday, I have the Mad Museum Refine Jewelry event. Oh, yeah. So I know, Marta, we're doing our interview because she has to get to that afterwards. Is that the man? Yes. What is it? It's just uh, a, lo- a compilation of like fine jewelry artists and refined just basically. But they're, they're not traditionally fine. They're just more interesting fine. So okay. the Mad Museum is just trying to showcase fine jewelry that is a little more out of the box. On the cusp. Yeah. yeah. And I really and I love that event. So I'm actually going there and just spend time with the designers, hang out, yeah. you know. Uh, then after that, I'm gonna go to the Lulu Frost event afterwards. So the Wednesday event you're talking about is something that you organize, but you're not actually putting on a show. No, that will be Saturday. Okay, so then Friday, What do you, do you have anything Friday, you're putting um, on, on Friday? I really wanna go to the Judy Guy um, event the of what? the 90s, Judy Guy. Which, oh, yeah, 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 the event yeah. in the 90s second Why? I don't know if I can make it, but I'm gonna try. And to be honest with you, I have to just sit down today and look at everything else. I know that yeah. Ruta Rifen has an event, mm. uh, so I'm gonna go to that one and I'm gonna try to, and I'm gonna be here and I'm just gonna try to be a floater in a way. Yeah. And then Saturday, I have my event with Shane Gemane, which I absolutely adore. And Who's Shane Gemane? He's a amazing fine jeweler and he he does a, um, a lot of sustainable um, practices when it comes to jewelry and his mm-hmm. work is absolutely incredible I've known him for over six years is he based six, in New York he's based in New York it's gonna be in Chinatown and okay. he and I have a really good relationship and we just wanna we're just gonna talk to people about sustainable practices and why it's important to buy handmade and yeah. why it's important to buy from small companies and small jewelers instead of just buying mass production yeah so with that event what is it is it it's just a private event so it's oh. gonna be oh in a studio I'm it's assuming? a studio visit okay and we're just gonna showcase his work and showcase beautiful gemstones and just talk about sustainable practices so you in the sense that you organized it you're putting it on it's like you're you partnered with him and yes. you're promoting through him mm-hmm. and whatnot you don't have to pay for the space because it's his studio exactly and then like refreshments and things like that exactly. are you guys kind of splitting the cost and he's putting it oh okay i get it girl uh. well you have a nice platform so like marketing right there boom yeah <laughs> well he he and i have a really good relationship so you know i'm putting yeah. the i'm putting some of the gemstones he's putting some of his work and you know yeah. so we're gonna be 
working on it. We're going to be showing opals and yeah. some sapphires and things like that. So what I find interesting for you with this week is because I always want to go to say your name and I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> because you like being anonymous on your blog. Like yeah. you don't put your name on it. You don't put your picture, but this is a very, you're here. <laughs> Like, I saw somebody take a picture of us recording. I know. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so this is kind of, I mean, but like, how can you really stay super anonymous when you're doing all these events? I'll, I'll try. You like, try. You know, for, yeah. for example, like on the Shane Damone, um event, I'm just going to ask people to just not respect take your my, respect my privacy and don't take pictures. Yeah. Like they can take pictures of him. Yeah. They can take pictures of the event. That's amazing. Just don't take pictures of me. You know, yeah. again, it's not about me. It's about the artist. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know, but I don't think you can always control that. Yeah, right. no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm just trying to be like a little a incognito. Little <laughs> yeah, and it's, I mean, you know, it's so funny. I was walking here from when I got on my cab and, you know, I kept spotting people. I'm like, are they jewelers? Are they jewelers? Are they jewelers? <laughs> you know, it's like sometimes it's really obvious. They're just dripping with brooches and you're like, oh, okay, our jeweler for sure. Um, but, you know, people don't know who people are. It's like, really amazing. Even when you put your face on your social media and stuff, when you yeah. see people in person, they can look so very different. Oh, no, definitely. And then you're just like, who are you? <laughs> I know. I just like to s- s- still try to keep. I had to yeah. bring it up because it's going to be <laughs> such like a very public week. Well, it was week. really funny. Yeah. And this is like, an, an, and I was in London in um, Goldsmith Fair. And yeah. um, somebody came up to me and she's like, I know who you are. I'm like, oh, do you know? Like, I've never. <laughs> and it was just because of the bag that I had. And I was talking to a specific designer that I'm really good friends with. So she put two and two together. Yeah. Do you got your signature manicure? Oh, you no, don't. No, I don't. Girl, it's jewelry week. Even I got my I nails know. done. I know. I'm Get like, I don't know. I'm not going to have time to make my Get it together. <laughs> Details. I know, but it's like this week I'm so busy. She always has this like French manicure, you guys, where the tips are just like a bright color. And yeah. you, you just know that it's her nails. I'm freaking out because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do my manicure. <laughs> guys, yeah, jewelry, whatever. This is what we really care about. I might, I might sneak out tomorrow and just have it done really quick. Yeah. But I don't know if I can do it. So with your day job, do they realize like what's going on? No, not yeah. yet. <laughs> Not yet. Because you're I'm not really taking work off. You're taking one day off. Yeah, I'm taking one day off. And yeah. I do everything on my personal time. I try not to be so, you know, try to showcase everything. Yeah, I'm sh- sure you're like, keep it separate and yes. respectable of that. Yes, you have to. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just, there are two different worlds. They don't colli- collide at any point. And it's mm-hmm. just, and I try to be very diligent and just respect my work's time. Yeah. And just use my other time I feel bad for my husband he's the only one that suffers (laughs) (laughs) supportive so overall I mean for you what is the value of this week everything everything just the fact that you know in my personal case I've been trying to portray jewelry for nine years and just push just handmade jewelry for so long and just seeing these girls building up and in, in the same idea is just so amazing and I just want to keep it going and just the respect that you have to put for jewelry making is just something that really you know it's not putting a beats on a string it's like thinking about something exciting something new mm-hmm. so it's just such a it's so great to see these girls making this incredible 
is there undertaking. A lot of, is there a lot of people that you're going to be getting to meet in person through social media that you might have never been able to meet before? Uh, good question. Because I think I'm that's going to sure. happen for a lot of people. Where yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I have to see. We'll see how the weekend unfolds. <laughs> well, it's funny because I think I've talked to about a, a lot of jewelers about this is that what we do is so solitary. Yes. And I think it speaks to the type of person you are. Like, I don't like to collaborate. I'm a jeweler. That's what I do. <laughs> see, I'm the opposite. I love to collaborate. Yeah, no, I, I, I want to work by myself. Thank I can, you. I can talk to a wall for three hours. It's like... <laughs> but I think this is a time where, you know, social media has allowed us to connect with people so much more um, across the country and et cetera. And so for this type of experience, you're going to be getting to meet all these people that Ex- you kind of yeah. know in a way yeah, for the which first is, time. Which is awesome. Like, yeah. I would love to... I, I just, you know, like I do know a lot of people in the industry, but I just want to keep building the, the relationships. Yeah. So how do you feel about New York Jewelry Week? How do I feel about yeah. Jewelry Week? I feel, well, this is really exciting today. Um, JV and Bella, as a partner, were like, bring the podcast to headquarters. You know, they gave me a space to set up. This is like fantastic. Um, I'm bummed I don't get to be here every day, but I feel like a lot of people feel that way because, you know, it's a pretty long week so it was hard and it's the first one so I feel like in Munich Jewelry Week you know what days you want to be there for yeah. sure right mm-hmm. like the Pinocotech opening and the Friday night and whatever but with here it felt a little bit more like what days do we want to go and what days are not to be missed I know and it's the first one, well, so, the first one. so I think maybe next year you'll have a bit better idea okay if you only have four days to be there like what days and also like shows I'm a little bummed because our show's on Saturday and a lot of people are leaving on Friday or yeah. Saturday. And mm-hmm. I get that, but two of the JV members um, are academics. Yeah. And academia is going on right now. Exactly. And I think that was really hard too. So I think the earliest a lot of them could get out was like Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday because yeah. um, right. Thanksgiving break. Well, that's it's exactly that's the problem. So, yeah. but you know, we'll we'll make it work. Everything well, it's the will first say, year. It's the first year. Next but year, I'm I'm real. I'm not going to just like you know say everything's like amazing. It's just like these are the things that next no. year I think we'll like think oh, about more. Exactly. Next year is going to be stronger and it's going to keep better, getting better and better. I feel every year. Yeah. And and that's the thing is like you you learn the the weakness and the mm-hmm. strengths of this this year and then you improve and you keep going i think that'll definitely like they have so much going on and i think they're trying everything and then like i bet they'll like you'll oh, edit definitely that's yeah, what you do exa- and then you'll exactly. figure out what works and what was really popular and i think that's exciting yeah which is really exciting i'm really excited for next year i already have i know what i'm doing next year so i'm well, really excited i think it's gonna be the same thing for me too the way i think about like i can't go to snag every year that's so expensive i can't go yeah. to munich jewelry week every year that's do it and not you know, I'm not going to go to Munich this year, but I want to go next year. And so does that mean I won't be at Jewelry Week? Maybe. Exactly. Because it's, I mean, you can't expect people to financially be able to do this all the time unless they like, you know, somehow their work is compensating them to be here and whatnot. But I, I, I feel like people are really going to just connect with this week. And yeah. I feel that they're just going to, people are going to embrace it. And yeah. that's what I really want to see, just that embrace of the customers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not only the artists, you know, and, yeah. that, and, the, and the jewelry lovers. I already met a few women. I was like, oh, are you jewelers? And they're like, no. And I was like, that's exciting. Exactly. Like, I love when I yeah. hear that. Like, I want to oh, see. Awesome. No, you don't understand. Like, right now I have this little group of 
women that love jewelry and they've been following me for a while and they've been buying from the artists that I'm posting and I yes. get so excited and they, sh- they send me pictures like I got this piece from this artist and I'm just girl keep going <laughs> your thing so it's good You're to cultivating see. collectors we yeah. need you yes yes we ain't making this shit just I know I cannot do it all on my own I only have so much money <laughs> we're working on it we're all trying to help amazing <laughs> um what time do you have to get back to work uh, it's 1 30 it's 1 30 in 20 minutes no okay all right all right 40 minutes what else did i want to ask you about we have okay i know the events you're doing your overhead costs what do you feel is going to be like the hot ticket thing to not miss this week my There's event just, oh, okay, all right, well, <laughs> there you go folks <laughs> shameless self-promotion i am a big fan of it so i can't no, really I, say I anything i think your event is gonna be really cool oh sirens yes thank you i'm really excited about it i wish i can go i'm so upset that I'm i so, cannot go I'm but it's so because it's saturday too so i'm just there. like yeah you know, but I'm really rooting for you guys Thank because you. I, I I seen the stuff that you're doing and I love it. So yeah, and I th- yeah, it's all gonna and, come and, together. You know, and and of course Judy guy because I'm super biased towards her because I adore her. So I'm gonna yeah. give her a plug, you know, because she's awesome. <laughs> a lot of people I know are really excited and looking forward to earrings galore. Yes, I know. Well, she's a so, so Heidi Lowe is definitely a favorite amongst Snag yeah. members mm-hmm. and. For those international listening, Society of North American Goldsmiths, I never am too sure like how familiar everybody is with that. But in in North America, like everybody knows yeah, about I'll, Snag. I'll try to go and check it out, but I don't know if. I'm how do you know Heidi? <laughs> oh, see, yeah, you gotta meet her. Her gallery's awesome. She's her business model. She's just really smart. That's good. Um, and this exhibition was started from her just kind of going rogue at snag and like doing it in her hotel room. And it was one of my favorite events I went and now it's like very official. And I just know so many people going to that opening. I think it's going to be pretty incredible. Well, I'm really, well, I'm going to try to go. Yeah. Let's just hope. (laughs) I mean, you love buying ear. It's a room full of like the best jewelry or earrings you've ever seen. You got to get in. And I, and I have a weakness for earrings. I have a weakness for earrings too, girl. Rings and earrings, you know. I mean, today's kind of killing me because, you know, I'm at New York City Jewelry headquarters and there's all these people here and whatnot and you want to show off, like, your pretty jewelry. And I have headphones on all day. Like, I can't wear my big old earrings. <laughs> well, I do have my big old earrings. So oh, yeah, you just got to... Yeah, but a yeah. whole day of recording, those are... It yeah. would just drive true, me nuts. So. <laughs> so I piled on all my rings. I'm trying to... I'm doing the best I can here. I'm representing Mersada today. So oh, I'm those really, are pretty. Yeah, they're really pretty. Oh, yeah. You just yeah. got those dangling, hanging in your hair. I like that. <laughs> Um, well, do you have any questions for me about anything? Um, yes, I, 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 I had some questions that I'm like, oh, no, I'm blanking, but... You get on um, the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel your podcast is connecting people? How do I feel you if know, it like, is connecting yeah, people? Yeah, like, well, how do you feel about it? How do you feel is bringing people together like do you think it's is really resonating with people like ha- like why are you listening like you're hearing on like people's comments so, i don't know well i think today is going to be interesting because i don't know if it's connecting people and i don't know if it's resonating with really them. well i mean i'm a girl sitting in my bedroom <laughs> sitting on the floor waiting for the people to connect with her. <laughs> no i i see you know i can people reach out and send me messages but you know it's just this like little snapshot I get yeah so being here and having already met a few people I love the phrase I feel like I already know you yeah and it's like I love that 
Um, but I, but I don't know them cause I'm on the other side, you know? So I hope in during this week to kind of connect with listeners and get a better idea of like what they're liking about yeah. the podcast and what they want me to keep building upon. I, every, everybody that I've talked to, they love it. That's Every, exciting. Yeah, I get so many. Like, I still get. You do send me e- all the DMs. You <laughs> I get still, so many DMs. I still get DMs of people like, I listen to your podcast. And, and like, oh, look, it's hey, JB. JB. What up, girl? <laughs> How you doing? What's up? She's smiling. <laughs> I, I love I love your jumper. <laughs> she's, she's, you know, first day of like a gigantic event she's been planning for a year. No big deal. <laughs> and she's oh. smiling. No, but I have to say, like, even people, when I like from Europe people from all over That's like cool. I've gotten even people from like the the farthest is Australia and Singapore have what? commented on the, the po- that they listen to the podcast and it's amazing hi everybody across the world <laughs> so, no somebody did send me a message like hey we're listening in New Zealand and I was like I will come there <laughs> so have podcast I, will travel I do think you're making a huge difference oh, I want to wow. give you like a shout out I, I think you're connecting people I, I've oh. listened to every single of your episodes I love it and uh, you're doing an amazing job and I'm a podcast listener yeah so the fact that I love your po- your uh, my top five podcasts that should tell what? you with this American life tell iTunes that hey <laughs> um, did, how'd you like my episode with Morgan Hill where I was like okay so you guys I have a Patreon now and so ways to generate it, people wanting to be a patron you have to like bring them in and I was like okay I'll do bonus episodes and then you put the bonus oh, god damn it I told you guys I'm self-taught I don't know what I'm doing I love it I was like why am I listening to the bonus episode on because I had regular? no idea and have I taken it down no so if you're listening to this it's a freebie well at one point I was like okay here's the deal jewelry week's coming up I don't have the three hours to like go in and change everything and whatever and then somebody was like, you know, it's kind of interesting because you're giving them a glimpse up to yeah, what it is. Exactly. So maybe it's a good thing. Yeah. Leave that because what I decided to, because I wasn't finding time to individually track people down to do bonus episodes. So moving forward, every time I do a recording, I'm going to immediately record the bonus episode right afterwards. Yes. But hey, you guys, you live, you learn. <laughs> so... I'm not going to keep recording on the same track as the interview because I can't try. Exactly. Just have it like a second track. I did. I like closed that. uh, I closed that down and started a whole new project for the one I did with Liz Kantner because uh, you don't get any more freebies out of me. So, well, I am a patron. So people support support (laughs) this lady. She's amazing. Please support her. Oh, thank you. you. (laughs) They are. It's like pretty incredible. Yeah. I'm probably going to have to start thinking about taxes soon, which is like (laughs) unfortunate. Fortunate. Ah, that's the worst. I did get an accountant that I love, and I was like, so listen, if someone donates to me through PayPal, is that taxable? She's like, yeah. yeah. I was like, all right, okay, fine. Well, <laughs> keep it up. Uh, keep going. You know that I think you're amazing. Hey, I, as long as my computer doesn't crash, I'm fine. And I will keep posting every every Friday or every time that it drops. I'm like, listen to this episode. Yeah. Go. <laughs> Uh, well, t- thank you for taking the time on your lunch break. That oh, means a world pleasure. to me that my you made pleasure. this happen. Have the best time this week. Try you not too. to get too caught up with trying to... M- it's it's like when you visit home and you try to make too many plans that you don't really enjoy yourself. I have yourself. to say no to a couple of people and I feel so bad. But I'm like, I can't. I haven't made a single plan. Oh, no. The, I take that back. <laughs> the only plan I've made, and if you're listening, Aaron Decker, um, he he's the only person I've been like, yes, let's get a drink on this night. Yeah. Um, I... 
I'm, I'm unfortunately have to say no to people. Yeah. The, other than that, I'm just rolling with my JV collective crew because like, I only get to yeah. see a few Ex- of the members exa- exactly. like a few times a year anyway. So, but you're, you're, you'll do great. Be good you to yourself. Drink, drink some emergency. Be good to people. We're all going to get <laughs> sick this week because we're all touching. I know. Ugh. And enjoy the week. Have fun. Prepare for next next year. <laughs> Start planning. Like Start the planning day next afterwards. year. I'm already planning. Uh, and just embrace the jewelry. Embrace the jewelry. And on that note, <laughs> we're gonna embrace the jewelry and get out of here so this girl can get back to her day job. Thank you for listening. Thank you. I have my fingers crossed I'll be able to talk by the end of this day. But I'm doing great. We're already at 2 p.m. and I go till 8. So I think I'm going to be good. That's good. I'm not even raspy yet. So woo. Yeah. Plenty of water. (laughs) Cough drops. I think that helps. Yeah. Those all those things. Yeah. I need to drink water. I got to remember that. So hi, Robin. Hey, Sarah. Hey, girl. Hey, hey. Robin, will you say your last name for me? It's Erfe. Oh, okay. I wasn't. I think I said Earth. Oh, yeah. God. People say Earth or Earthy. Say it one more time. Earthy, like Santa and Fe. Yeah. Like is that like French? Um, it's from the Philippines. Okay. I don't know exactly why. Oh, you're it's Filipino. Like that. I have family from the Philippines. Most of my family's from Dominican Republic. Um, okay. Philippi- um, Puerto Rican. I'm a mixture of like different things. Yeah. Some of it is by blood. Some of it's by adoption. So it's interesting history. Oh. So, but you, so you're adopted on one side. Yeah. So. You, oh. So that's and it comes from the Philippines and it's only uh, it's a Filipino name like anyone else, like no I don't think anyone else has it really other than Filipinos. I had someone DM yeah. me and they say, "Are you Filipino? Like, yeah, you have the last name? Like, yeah, my family. Yes, I am. Cool. So. And so, Robin actually lives in New York. Yes, we're out of New York. I live in Brooklyn now. I um I was born there and. I went around the tri-state area and then went back to the Bronx, mm-hmm. and then now I'm back in Brooklyn again. So, pretty so this exciting. was a short commute for you. I mean, I wanted to be everybody like, so what is your cost for travel and everything? I guess there's no cost for travel except like I took I took a whole week of work off because I was like I'm dedicating this week just to like New York, you know, city jewelry week. And um, I work catering, so they were like, oh, do you want to work this week at this shift and this and that? And I was like, no, this is going to hurt my pocket, but... But it's worth um, the experience It's worth it. It's, I need the immersion. Um, I'm trying to get Francesca Vitelli's. I'm totally with you. My next interview showed up, and she's like, frantic. <laughs> and then oh, I'm no. like, Francesca, it's 2.30, okay? Can you come back? As I know, I know you just ran here. Is that okay? You're t- She's like, she's fine. Okay. Guys, it's a live podcast. Everything's happening. Hi, guys. It's so nice to see you. Um, so, born in Brooklyn. So sorry. No, you're I'm good. You. You're good. Keep going. Yeah, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, yeah, so that was only the biggest cost. Like, of course, coming here, there's no cost. But there was, yeah. like, this thing. I've been catering for a while now, and it's great when it comes to flexibility. But it's also, like, I'll just keep working. And then I'm like, okay, what's what are you going to put aside for your career and your art? Yeah. So I made that conscious decision probably um, three weeks ago when I found out this week was happening. I oh, you've only known about this for a few weeks. Yeah, okay. I had I had taken some time off Instagram. I was like, Instagram is the devil. I don't want to be next yeah. to it. It's distracting me. And then I went on it again because I'm addicted. And mm-hmm. then I was following someone who was following someone. And then this popped up. And I was like, oh, my God, this is what I've been wanting. Yeah. So that's, that's the only cost it is a delicate balance with social media i totally know what you mean where it's 
Instagram can I can open it up some days and it makes me feel completely useless yeah. and not important and all these things and there's other days where someone will send me a message on it or something will happen and I'm just like I love so it connects me with people it and does. I love that it's a sen- it's if you can balance it out between like talking to people live or going yeah. to live shows and doing that plus the convenience of like the virtual world yeah um but, but it's easy to get wrapped up in like yeah. no one likes my posts or no one I've follows I've been getting me away or, from that. That was the thing. I was going crazy over oh the photography and I have to have this right and I was like I'm done with this. Um I'm going to have a f- photo shoot this Sunday. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting, but it's going to be about my brand or my art. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing with that. It's like mm-hmm. it's hard to say I'm a brand or I'm an artist. Um but it's not so much how many views I get on Instagram. I'll, yeah. I'll work with that later. Like, I love that podcast you did with Liz. Oh, that just that happened? Was, yeah, oh, yeah. God. And yeah, I was I cracking up. I was cracking up. There were so many things I was relating to. I was like, oh, I'm not. I just felt like this is this makes sense. I'm not crazy. Like, the whole, like, yeah, we're all a, in it. 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, no, I can't. I, I can't do this. Yeah. Um. So I'll eventually look into that. But it's really about my lookbook and my portfolio versus how many likes. It's now yeah. about getting my work out there versus feeling that validation through a click. Mm-hmm. Still working on that. A valid- oh, validation through a click. I like that yeah. term. I haven't used that working, one yet. Working on that emotionally. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. And it's very true. And I love that you brought it up because it can be hard. It was also like finding like a lot of um, artists that have like 20,000 or 45,000 or more. But then I would see um, artists that have like 300 followers, but they're doing trade shows and craft shows. They're putting their stuff yeah. in galleries. And I was like, okay, that doesn't mean that you're not doing too much. I should obviously know that, but... It's a hard... Yes. I kind of got into that illusion. So when I saw other artists who were like just doing it physically in the world, I was like, yeah. okay, I'm good. Okay. Hey, there was people killing it before social media, but yeah. I totally get what you mean where it's like... Because everyone was saying like, I'm kind of like no social media. And then people were like, no, you have to be in social media. Now I'm addicted to social media. <laughs> well, you know, whenever I need a little pick me up about that too, it's like sometimes I'll go across a profile where a chick has like 150,000 followers and she does nothing. Yeah. You know, it's just like a hot chick that posts selfies, which is no, not, not, putting that down at all like get it girl but it like your following or your social media presence doesn't translate to who your success and I think it's easy to get caught up in it Mm -hmm. and you could be doing everything that you think is right and you still only have like 500 followers which is still a lot of people it's still great and then you connect with them you're like you know what I have 500 followers can we at least have a conversation going in you know my Instagram page I think it's all about like what you want out of it and the value to you Mm -hmm. and for me it's you know being able to I'll meet so many people today and what I'm making sure to do is follow them on Instagram Mm -hmm. because I might not remember their name. I might not remember to follow up with an email, but at least we'll connect there. Then I'll see them and then we can reconnect in that way. That's kind of bringing the human connection part of it just versus, oh, I'm following you and you're following me. I'm like, I I don't want empty followers. I want to use that world alongside with my human interaction. It's not supposed to be instead of that. It's supposed to help with that. Yeah. Like genuine interaction is important. So you're a jeweler. I see you're dripping with jewelry. So you're obviously a jeweler. Um, did you go to school? I went to Studio Jewelers, um, 31st Street. Oh, that's um, in New York. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, it's a smaller school. It's not like FIT or it's not a design school. It really is comprehensive in the bench jewelry trade. Like okay. learning like the fundamentals of like bench work. Um, I was doing beadwork 
since I was like 14. Really simple stuff. And it was yeah. a coping skill for me. And I kind of was like trying to hustle that. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to get it to like, I don't know, you know, about Sugarloaf uh, Mountain. It's in New York. It's like a crafty area. It's oh, yes, I do expensive. know. So yes. at like 16, I had like my jewelry, like monofilament, whatever it's called. And I was trying to sell it to them in a cigar box. <laughs> and they were like, no, no, we don't want this. cigar box, I love and it. And one lady, she was like, what are you trying to sell me? And I was like, I showed it to her. I was like really timid. And she's like, these are beautiful designs, but they're not for me. And it was kind of like, uh, okay, but maybe I have something. Yeah. And then with life, because life is wonderful and fun, I kind of got away from it. Um, yeah. Not because I wanted to, but I just got... You, in a whole you gotta explore a lot of different things it was more like an emotional mess and roller coaster and yeah. so I kind of got away from that and I came back to beating again mm-hmm. and then I was like I want to do silversmithing but how do I get into this world and that school was the only school that was I was able to get like FAFSA for oh so, you can get FAFSA yeah for so okay. it was the only school that I can get a grant and get like you could go to FIT, but I wasn't thinking of FIT. I didn't know if I was going to stay in the country for two years. Yeah. For that program, I was very, at that time, this was like four or five years ago, I didn't know if I was staying in New York. I was planning to go back to Dominican Republic. Because, well, you were born in New York or you were born in the Dominican Republic? I was Republic? born here, but I was... You have a lot of your family there? No, I just went there for like three months to live. Yeah. And I met someone and then I was going to go back. Yeah. And so... I was divided between giving up a part of myself or doing my jewelry and yeah. I also couldn't afford it and I oh, also ex- didn't know so expensive I didn't know if I could make the commitment of two years and so Studio Jewelers was kind of like my haven it was like six months you can be here yeah. and do this and I didn't go for six months at first I was doing the evening course oh that's how I got my start I took an evening yeah. course because I could afford the like $350 exactly I so that. I was doing the evening and this one lady was like right next to me she's like you're gonna have to like come here often if you want to like learn this and she was from a jeweler family yeah very stern lady and I was like okay um <laughs> you're a little intense but I was like nice. all right mm-hmm. and I remember filling out the form going over to Robert the director and I was like okay Robert I'm gonna do the six-month program and he's like are you gonna stay in the country and I was like yes and it was kind of like that commitment I walked into that door and I shut it oh jewelry made her stay yeah it did did. Um, no it's fine jewelry dominates my life choices now too (laughs) it just wasn't it's a school based on like bench trading it's a the bench it's the workbench so it's not it's there is design courses that you can take but it's not like FIT um they're not encouraging you to play with like non-conventional materials they're teaching you like skills the skills that's that's what it is it's really the skills of just the basics and that probably yeah Yeah. and it's probably saved me to a certain extent because i was moving so much afterwards and i didn't have a lot of money but i knew with a file and a whatever it's called jewelry saw saw. it's a jewelry saw a jewelry saw and a table she's miming it's out i'm gonna (laughs) translate for us she's miming so that's how i that was my education like it's and I so you did the whole six-month program? Yeah, I did. Is it really intense? Was it? Were you able to work during that time? Um, if I had catering, I would have been able to. I didn't. I was working at a sandwich shop. Yeah. So I was broke. Yeah. More broke than now. And so um, it was like, I think, nine to five. I wasn't the best student. I was really, like, distracted. Yeah, and fine. I was I'm like, a terrible student. I, I really was probably driving my teachers insane, but... It was like that safe haven where I got to use that saw and everything for six months. And then it was like ingrained in me. That's awesome. So, yeah. So since that, 
Um, I love, I've never had a catering job. I've always just had like regular serving jobs, but I was always jealous of people that could get them because they are such good money. It's like, they're like instant gratification. Um, it depends. Like you work a job. Yeah, it depends. Like the, you start finding which catering companies are better than the others. Oh, so, so you're I deep worked, in it. I was working for one that wasn't that great. Yeah. And now I'm working for one that they give me work all year round if I want. Mm, but okay. the pay is not the best. And now I'm going to go to another catering company. Eventually, I'm trying to get out of the catering world by March. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm covering for someone at one particular um, company as a catering assistant. Um she has she's on maternity leave so i'm there for march until march and it's great it's a sweet gig because i'm there all winter winter's slow for catering restaurant world yeah. but i'm kind of like i want out but i also have to play it safe you have to plan your extra strategy and yeah. when you say out does that mean you want to start supporting yourself fully by your jewelry yeah and so i have to be careful with that so i think i'm going to work really like not harder like i am already working hard but be more focused um, but I'm still going to have like one or two companies mm-hmm. so I can work if I need to one whole week. And then if I need to leave for six months, I can. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the work. I yeah. also hate it, but I also love the flexibility. The flexibility. Mm-hmm. So currently, do you have a studio space? Do you have a bench in your bedroom? Like how are you making it happen? I have a bench in my bedroom. I have actually, um, I had to move from one of my places really quickly. And I had actually, um, it was a three bedroom. I had my own bedroom. I had a studio area and I was very yeah. happy and I had to leave. And I was like, great. Um, when I relocated with my roommate now, who's amazing, I went to Target and I got two fold up tables nice. and I had the um, little like the pin, that the you bench, just, pin bench pin that, that you can like a screw. vice on it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's what I'm doing. So we moved again and this room is huge. So I have like a folding like futon thing. Mm-hmm. It's not even on a futon. It's just a cotton mattress that's in yeah. the corner. I have like my music stuff that I don't know what I'm doing with that in one corner. And then I have just like the bench stuff. Yeah. So it's my, (laughs) when I lived in Seattle, my first like jewelry bench situation was pretty much like my whole bedroom. Yeah. It's, I just sleep in my studio. That's what I tell people. Yeah. That's That's, what I did. I slept in my studio. I just need to make sure I'm safe with it. Like make sure everything's clean. And I was not, I remember like carving bone. (laughs) And the dust just going everywhere. Oh See, I was reading about that. And someone was like, oh, the silver, if you like breathe it in, it's bad. So I was like, oh, my God, I have to be careful. So I got a mask. Mm-hmm. This new apartment is actually an old apartment. So it, the windows actually open up versus nice. on the side. These luxury buildings that I happen oh, to be in, yeah. which was great, didn't provide me ventilation. Yeah. So this post-war building allows ventilation. So I'm like, Do you solder in your bedroom setup? Yeah, you do. That's your studio. <laughs> yeah, no, I did too. It's fine. I actually didn't. I didn't have like a torch, but I had the creme brulee torches. See, I have the, like, yeah. I have, um, I don't even know what it's called. I keep saying bad boy. It's, that's not but what you're it's not, called. Big boy. The big boy butane, um, oh, butane one. Oh, I bet you get like your it's, arm gets a little It's this one. It's like, I yeah. can't really. It's, it's not a micro torch, but it's. It works. It works. It makes it happen. You can I use make, it in your bedroom. It's a little safer than like a I full on torch setup. I guess it is. Someone was telling me that propane was riskier, but. Or butane, whatever it's called, butane, the little gas things. Well, your landlord's not listening, so thank you. No, no. I also have, I all, but what I got was also a fire um, extinguisher. Oh, I have good. a mini fire extinguisher. Nice. I have the fan. I have the mask now, so I I'm like being a that. responsible person. Mm-hmm. And so. your respirator should be for particle and vapor. I'm right now just using a particle one. 
Yeah. And then I'm going to get something better for the fumes. But right now I have the fan that goes out. It has like the little cartridges you can get on Amazon. They're cheap. Okay. Yeah. Good. I get it. On a budget. It's like a respirator alone costs a lot of money. I remember I buying it and being like, oh. I was in the hardware store. I was like, do you have one for vapor? This is for sanding. Yeah. And they're like, what? You just put a fan in. We've been doing this for years. I'm like, guys. Yeah. And you guys all are going to get cancer. Exactly. No, I'm like, all these old guys. <laughs> yeah. We've been painting for years. I'm like, oh, Lord. So for somebody who you make, if I look at like the example of what I can see on you, mm-hmm. it's like wearable kind of, do you have a production line? No. Oh, that's fine. Like, but you're just like making things. You're not um, trying to make your living off of it yet. I am like, uh, that's, I have my website up. I have. That's a good. I want to make a living off it, but it's between, I have some pieces that I casted. I went to Taba. I went oh. and I created the pieces. Um. But then I get bored. I'm like, I can't reproduce this piece without then changing it up. So it's like, I want to create these one-of-a-kind pieces. And... Well, then that's the type of artist you're going to be. There's there's jewelers that make their living off of -of one-of-a-kind work. That's kind of what I'm doing. And then I'm also trying to incorporate the the, um, casting work. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'll put this and I'll change it up a bit. But I have some, like, the pieces I'm working on right now, um, they're supposed to be, like, by made to order right yeah but i know i'll get bored and i'll be like i want to add this ruby or i want to add this so i need to have my line to be flexible and if my yeah. clientele could kind of come on the ride with me i don't know how they would do well, that well then maybe but. you do it the other way where you'll see this where people make work i have a friend that does this a lot like every piece is different right mm-hmm. so she'll never have a collection but she'll do releases yes so okay. she'll schedule releases it's all one of my key pieces and that would be ready they all the and they all have a story to it like the pieces that i'm making right now come from a certain period come from a certain time yeah and it's just for me for some of the pieces i can make them over again yeah. but i just get bored just having 10 pieces and I was thinking that was a smart way of doing it, but I'm stubborn. There's no right or wrong way to do it. I think that you're smart because you're very self-aware of that about yourself. Right, yeah. like I tried to force myself to be a contem- like a production jeweler. And I, I, I heard you say and that. I was like, nah, I was, I was watching like- it yesterday. I was listening, <laughs> watching. I was listening to it yesterday, and I was laughing because so many of the things were relatable, and I kind of felt lost. I was like, Am I doing this wrong? Am I being stupid? Nah. Am I being too stubborn? Am I going to be able to make money off this? I've been trying to do this line for years, but it just hasn't felt right. Am I waiting for the perfect time to like? There's never know. a right time. You're always going to be broke when you start, and there's no yeah. right or wrong way to do it. And you'll yeah. never know if you're doing the right thing, anyways. Even oh. when you're killing it, you're still going to be self-conscious. That's the, f- the part that like, That's, kills I was, me. I was telling someone this. I was like, I'm feeling really <laughs> nervous because these these chains. Somehow I like making chains. I don't know why. But I was like, I'm making these chains and it's coming together, but I'm very nervous. And I'm like, but these are normal feelings. Yeah. This nervousness. That never goes away, even when yeah. you're killing it. I've met some pretty famous jewelers and they're still, they still get nervous. It's fine. Yeah, it's a, that's a good feeling, I guess. It's that a good feeling be. to know you're not alone. In yeah. It. Yeah, exactly. Drink water while you're feeling those feelings and breathe. <laughs> so what do you want out of this week, Robin? I mean, mm. I know it's in your backyard, so you've three weeks ago. You know, there's people that have traveled all over the world Yeah, to be I here. saw that, yeah. I mean, you're lucky it's in your backyard. I am. Your overhead to come here is low. I, mean, I was going to ask that, but I was like, well, you live here. That's I live great. here. I I, it's not it doesn't cost it doesn't sound like a lot but like for me $700 is a lot oh because you're, le- you're I losing didn't, oh my yeah. god that's a lot for me so, too <laughs> so well let's say 600 like I had five days of work lined up I'm taking one more day off um, yeah. and I was just like I can pay the rent it's okay but yeah. it's just like it was the only like I went to MJSA 
maybe three years ago. Am I saying it right? I don't know. Um, but I went to that convention and it's great, but I, I don't know. I don't think I'm in the fine jewelry world. I'm in the art world. I'm like trying to figure out where I'm at. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't feel, I was also around a lot of performing artists mm. and I didn't feel any camaraderie. I felt like, what are you doing? You're just a designer, you're a jeweler, but you don't want to jump into the design world as like production artists. Yeah. And I was like, I was feeling very lonely. So yeah. I was just like in my studio working kind of feeling like what are you doing and I saw this and then I actually opened up the profile what it's about and I was like oh my god this is home so it was kind of like then I started seeing like I saw your podcast I was just seeing other people and I was like oh wow like I'm not just one unique voice it's I'm actually part of this whole collective of people yeah there's a little community yeah and that's what it is I wanted to find a community and I didn't have that so I was like alone in my like table and I was just surrounded by other artists which is great but they didn't understand that aspect yeah. and I I handed something to someone and they're a performing artist and I love being around them but I gave it to them I said feel the chain I looked at them I said can you just feel the chain and he was like well it's nice and he was like I don't have really the emotional connection to it and I guess that's what I wanted I wanted to go to someone and say hey you know what it goes into this piece yes so I wanted to have that community with, you know, I love being around all artists and scientists and all this, but yeah. I wanted that community. The understanding yeah. of what we do. I mean, just, you know, even being able to go like, oh, I have mine in my bedroom yeah, too. Yeah, like, that commodity. And I was really yeah. needing that. I was lonely and sad. Do you have a posse to hang out with this week? Like, are you going by yourself around? Going by myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you're at headquarters. Oh, that's Liz right there. Oh. Cantner right yeah. behind. Yeah, I'm going to the round table on cool. Tuesday, I think. Are you gonna, working on Saturday? Um, I'm going to take that day off because i got to get the photo shoot ready, but I'm trying yeah. to see if there's any events that... Our JV Collective's opening that oh, day. Oh, okay, I think I night. saw that. It's in Brooklyn, okay. Crown Heights. Like, yeah, yeah, that's not, that's not far away. Yeah, okay. yeah, you should come to that. I'll try to introduce you to as many people as possible. Awesome, awesome. Because it's really just about meeting one person who knows another person who can introduce you to another person. Yeah. And like... I personally love connecting people yeah. and I'm just so excited for you because you Thank don't know you. anybody. So there are all the possibilities. To <laughs> I'm meet just people. in my studio and I'm like, like I told myself, I, I like jewelry cause I can be by myself. Oh yeah. I absolutely. love people, but I need to be by myself. Yeah. Same. But then I was like, Oh, you're getting a little lonely. You're getting a little sad. Like you need to be around people. Cause like mm-hmm. make jewelry with emotion for people. You know, I need to yeah. balance that out. So, yeah. So. I remember going to my first snag and just feeling incredibly overwhelmed and almost sad at certain points. Oh. Cause you don't know anybody, gotcha. but you know everybody, but it's just like, you're just begin. I was just beginning and now I go there and I know everybody, you know? So That's it's nice. just like, That's really that nice. it's your first jewelry <laughs> week. Um, yeah. So it's, you're on the pot. Yeah. This, it was kind of daunting. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Thanks for reaching out. I'm so yeah. I mean, to get I want all perspectives and to have your perspective is so special. And thank, thank you. you so much <laughs> for like sharing everything with me. Thank you. Is there anything else? What's your website? Um, it's Robin art. And then your Instagram. It's Robin Arfe. Yeah, I think that are also that's yeah, I changed it up. But I think it's Robin Arfe. OK, cool. Art. Yeah, that's good. That's smart branding. Just use your name. Yeah, I was going to change people. it to something else and this and that. And I was like, okay, I'll just do this. Just be your name, dude. It's good. That's good. That's good. It took me like four years to figure that out. I was like, maybe he'll <laughs> be this. Maybe it'll just be my last name. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. This no, I'm just Sarah Rachel Brown now. Like, true and true. That's it. That's so. awesome. 
Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank I, you for your podcast. It's, you've already made a new friend this yes, week. Yes, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. So you know what I'm going to ask yeah. about. <laughs> Which is weird. Cause, oh, and the accent. I, I love it. Are you kidding me? It's the yeah. sexiest thing okay. ever. Oh, well. I can already tell. I got to put this a little bit more yeah. further into your face. Okay, great. Okay. Um, because I'm soft. I'm not soft spoken, so I'm always turning myself down. Okay. Francesca. I don't know. Is it? I think you're pretty good. Okay. Yeah. You haven't talked a whole lot, but when you do talk, I can see it. You're doing oh, great. Cool. Good. Hey. Hi. Thanks for your patience. Oh, yeah. No, actually, I was running. I thought I was oh, late. Yeah, I get it. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then the other interview after you showed up, and I'm so worried about so many. I got so much response yeah. that I didn't expect. So I'm trying to squeeze everybody oh, yeah. in. Yeah. Um, but not make anybody feel, you know, like their time is rushed, you know? Yeah. So it's that delicate balance, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Francesca Vitali. Yes. Did I get that yeah, right? You did. Oh man. You know what? I'm I, not even asking for my middle name. What is your middle name? Clorinda. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you say your full name for all the listeners out there and your beautiful accent. Francesca Clorinda Vitali. Oh, hello. Welcome. Hi, Sarah. Um, and so Francesca, I introduced myself to you during the PMA. Yes. When when I did it. Yes. Um, but I had seen your work before yeah. and followed you. So it was exciting yeah. to get to meet yeah, you in person. Yeah. Um, and since then, listeners, we've like kept in touch. We're on social yeah. media. You've started listening to podcasts. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh you're yeah. a patron. Wait, yeah. are you a patron? I am. Yes. I th- With a little bit. <laughs> I mean, but uh, dude, I, I hope every it all little helps. bit yeah. helps. Yeah. I yeah. am not. No. Yeah. I mean, if... And if, if everybody that listened gave me a dollar, I would be killing yeah. it. And I, I, yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's really fun for me in the studio. Wow. Yeah. Aww, yeah. Thank you. I love the feedback that you give. It always yeah. Yeah. makes and my every day. T- every episode, I have something that relates to me in a really weird way. I mean, that's exciting. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Francesca, um, before we dive into everything, you're... Yeah. I saw that yesterday you were taking part in the Katona Museum. Yes, the okay. pop-up shop. It's a pop-up shop? That's what they called. It's basically a craft show, but just jewelry. And there were like uh, two, four, six, maybe 10 jewelers. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there is a show there. Oh, okay. On um, contemporary jewelry. Of course. It's really nice. It's really, really nice. And... Um, it's a tiny museum. It's just, yeah. uh, and I don't know how many people know about the museum. I had never, I never heard me, of it until it was. Yeah, yeah, me neither. And uh, but the show is really nice. It's good. And um, is it in yeah. New York City? No, it's an hour. W- I mean, I drove to the city last night, and it was an hour. Oh, okay. So, uh, near White Plain. I'm terrible with geography in general. <laughs> I was just going to ask. Okay, so well, no. let's get that question. Um, Six, 684 is the freeway, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so th- you sure. got invited to do the pop-up? I got invited, yes. Oh, nice. and um, Yeah, and there was jewelry from different media, as usual, from the stone, diamond, to alternative material, like me. Marie Eiffel was there. I mean, she wasn't there, but her yeah. work was there. Catherine Zimmerman was there. Cool. And Kate Kuzak with the zip jewelry was Oh, the there. zipper jewelry, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Mia also. Oh, that, Mia. Also, yeah. yeah. How was the event for you? Like, did you actually sell work, or did you think it was more about being there and people seeing you? Well, I went, first of all, 
Should I say it? Because then I mean, give me an excuse word. to come. Here <laughs> you to can say you. whatever you want. <laughs> so it was the catalyst to the whole Jewelry Week coming. Yeah. This and the event that we're doing with Catherine on Friday, um, Wednesday, because she it called me a few months ago and she was, do you want to come to the city mm-hmm. for Jewelry Week? And I'm like, uh, it's my birthday, Jewelry, Ooh. friends. Uh, let me think about it. Yes. <laughs> so, and then I got this this pop up thing happening. So why not? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect much because yeah. it was the first time they did it. I don't know if they will ever do it again. My jewelry is a little bit um, out there, and in yeah. smaller places, I feel like well, people are more conservative and they go more for gold and shine stone. Yeah, I get and that. And so. That that was what I expected, but I also got a couple of collectors that were there. I don't know. They came, mm-hmm. and it was really nice. So at the end, it turned out to be a really good event. And I always, actually, always try to get something positive from a show. It could yeah. be money, which is nice, but it could be yeah. also connections, and uh, you never know, like commissions eventually, which. Yeah. Were, ended up being this show so I'm pretty oh, happy nice. about it yeah. and one like yeah. big sale or nice commission can really make a show yeah. for you anyways. oh yeah absolutely yes Yeah. yeah. did you yeah. guys have to pay like a booth fee to be there we had to give half of the oh you gave 50% yeah. Yeah. oh wow so that's kind of a I mean right, right now at this point there are some shows that do that yeah and I know the Bijou does. Bijou, but Bijou is not happening, at least not this year. Oh, wow. But Luth uh, does oh, that. Does I think that they too? kind of started this whole trend. And I'm mm-hmm. going to be at Luth in April. So oh, congratulations. Yeah, it's the first time. So I'm really excited about that. But yeah, it's it's an interesting experience to sell. Well, what's really good about Luth is that they have a really good I guess mainly list or they reach out to collectors oh. and yeah, so that place is dripping yeah with exactly collectors. so yeah. They, they are my kind of people so I'm yeah. I'm I'm really happy for that it's so the I women that want that ridiculous over the top yeah. necklace yes exactly you, you know you something well. that you have to be making a statement to wear my piece and yeah. it's fine it's yeah. totally yeah and that's where you should go and buy them so so let's give listeners some insight to you yes. because you um, have such an interesting background. I love yeah. it. Um, <laughs> your jeweler, you do um, folded paper yes. sculptures yeah. with um, jewelry techniques incorporated in it to make Weaving, it wearable on the yeah. body. Um, but I think that relates to your previous career because, I mean, if anybody's <laughs> seen the documentary Between the Folds, yes, uh, speaking Francesca's language right yeah, absolutely. there. Absolutely. Um, yes. So give listeners an insight what you were before you were a jeweler. Yes. So <clears throat> I grew up in Italy and I went to a school in uh, Switzerland where I got my PhD in organic chemistry. So she's smart, guys. <laughs> I don't know about that, but and so we came. My husband and I were both scientists, and we came to the U.S. just for a couple of years. And while I was doing my first postdoc in California, I went and take a first class at Penland. I never touched metal, any oh, anything. Penland. Yeah, I know. We have so many connections, my dear. You don't <laughs> even know. And. Um, and so, yeah, there everything started. I went back home. I still have the email that I will never delete it uh, that I sent to my husband. I want to go back to school and I want to do jewelry. Because mm-hmm. Europeans, they need a piece of paper to say that, uh, to to be sure that you are a jeweler, you need a piece of paper. So a school saying you are a jeweler. So yeah. that's what I, uh, my, se- I was still 
You're an to academic, European. so you yeah, just I assume, like, yes, you have to that's go to school what it to is. This. Yeah. And that's how I actually end up in Rochester, New York, where I live now, because my that point boyfriend as but now was looking for a position at the university so I map and I didn't know anything about jewelry so oh, I met wow. every single town city that had a jewelry school and then this Rochester University of Rochester had an opening position bless you thank you and um, and RIT is there so I'm like we are going there <laughs> and RIT is a great school it is yeah. and then I ended up not going to RIT because ended up being too complicated with the school oh, and uh, I had yeah. to give up my st- visa status and then give up my sc- so it was just too complicated <laughs> it didn't happen and but the school the professor there said you just do your jewelry that's what you should do I'm like oh really I can just you do just that be a jeweler yeah you don't have to have a degree just, yeah you exactly. guys <laughs> true story you can just do it yeah exactly you can just Aww. buy a so- jeweler so and, and few tools and, and I'm like okay I'll do that yeah and that's what I did how did you get to the paper folding is that related to always have always have played with paper I roll oh, it yeah. up so the story goes and now I'll say something that everybody will make fun of me forever. Okay. So when I moved to US, I had two suitcases. One was my clothing and yeah. one was paper. Because for some reason, I thought US didn't have paper. I don't know. So at that time, like I was... Like the nice paper that you no, wanted? any paper, <laughs> any. I had spent the month before moving here to cut paper. Because I at that time, I was rolling up triangles of... Uh, oh, I know what you're talking paper. about. Yeah, those yeah like the paper beads, beads, which... I thought I invented it. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, girl. Guess I'm, I'm really, yeah. <laughs> so I got here and my sister, so I had all that paper and my sister also gave me some strips of paper and said, please find something else to do. I don't want to see you rolling up things anymore. Oh. So I, the technique that I'm using is a simple weaving that every single kid have done at camp. So it's the lanyard. So I'm doing it with yeah, my hands, oh, okay, but like okay. it's plating. Basically, oh, you, know, I'm you guys, she has this like, wonderful necklace on so I'm staring at your chest (laughs) as you're talking about this because I'm like that's simple that doesn't look simple at all to me it it got more complicated with with the more I'm making with this technique the more shapes I'm I'm trying always to find new new shapes I guess yeah forms that they they can come from anywhere I mean and then I'm just challenging all the time myself to oh can I do this with this technique Mm -hmm. and yeah that's how it all started yeah. So I were interned with a woman named Tia Kramer who does. Yeah. Do you know Tia's yeah. work? Oh, yeah. I love Tia. Yeah. I mean, paper jewelers. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, into right. there. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Tia is wonderful. Up. I mean, she's she's a doll. She's fantastic. Yeah. Um, she. I was so lucky to get to work for her, and she continues to always like. I mean. I remember when this podcast started, you know, one of the taglines I knew now is like radical transparency. That came from Tia. She like oh. sent me a message and was like, I'm so proud of you. I love the radical transparency. And it was like, oh, yo, I can I steal see. that? Because <laughs> that's real good. Yeah. See, guys, mentors, they never stop giving. No. That's um, but when I would work with her, I, she, I'll never forget it. She took me to the Smithsonian Craft Show mm-hmm. to be her assistant, which was such a big oh, deal for me because yeah. I'd never been to D.C. or anything like that. And um, there's always that, like, well, it's paper. Like, yeah, how does oh it, my gosh. Like, oh. what happens if I'm in the rain? Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh. well, girl, you want to listen me to re- re- replying? I have, a, I have a, such a, like, <laughs> uh, oh, you know what I got one time? What? 
oh, because, I mean, they you always get, oh, but it's paper. But, I mean, I try to reply and explain and, and educate people to, yeah, you have to what I do. Audience, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I coat my paper with acrylic medium, so you're fine. I can wash my hair still with my earrings. I've done plenty of times. I've left my work under the snow. My kid has chewed on my jewelry and still fine. So, it is... Yeah. And so I was trying to give this whole speech to this guy, and he goes with a very smart face. I bet you can't set on fire your jewelry. Mm, yeah, no, you no can't. Shit, Sherlock. It's why, paper. Why do you want to set on fire your jewelry? It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> not that metal will resist fire. This, I mean, if, <laughs> it was just you know. Sometimes yeah. people is just trying to. They're ridiculous. Be smart. Yeah. I mean, you know, if anybody that's listening or has, and you do a lot of shows. I do. That's how you make your. Yes. Predominantly, uh, yes. your yeah. your whole living off of your shows, right? Yeah, uh, kinda. I have yeah. Nine, uh, so I'm still working in the lab once a week. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. You still working at the oh, lab? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, I didn't know you that. still and I have my yeah yeah because my uh, so I work now in my husband my mm-hmm. husband um, lab and uh, I've been working fifty percent until I I had kids and then I kind of stopped for a couple of years because the kids and so I didn't do anything lab uh, shows anything and then now I'm restarting I think I mean my second children now uh, five and six and and three quarters they're still little oh yeah yeah I'm an old mom of little kids (laughs) (laughs) how old how old were you when you had your kids Uh, so I was with Penelope 39 39 wait how much or how old 39 oh sorry she, I was 39 and she's now six. So tomorrow oh, okay. I'm 46. Tomorrow, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, you just go ahead and ask no, me how old I am. Sorry. I don't feel like I love age. I mean, like honestly, you guys also like look her up. You're stunning. Like oh, you have yeah. this. You always have these like bright lips. No, with just the when black I'm going. Hair. Just oh. when I'm going for shows. God, it's so good. You, you should you see me in the, in the. Well, if you follow my stories, oh yeah, you'll I've see, seen you without see, makeup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a completely it's no, different story. But I do love that. I'm like, look at her just like in her studio books <laughs> out there um but i did you do you think that you waited so long to have kids because you were so f- career focused because i mean you have your PhD. yeah yeah it was it was never really the right time yeah it never really was is. It, and it never really is yes yeah yeah, yeah. So. and i mean i bef- i mean we were in california we didn't know where we were going and yeah. it was just uh, and in italy you start your life a little later than i guess here in the states so I, f- I found that I was a I'm an older mom here but when I go back home I'm actually not that old of a mom oh that's in Italy, really yes. interesting yeah. I didn't realize that oh yeah we in Italy we start a little later just because we're, it's a different hey a man different I appreciate culture. that I wish America <laughs> it's like I remember I was like 20 something and my family's like so when you having kids I'm like are oh, you no. kidding me I can't even pay like no, exactly, rent. exactly. That's the point. I mean, yeah. you can't really. We get out of our parents' home later on in life. Yeah. I was one of the first of my friends, and I was twenty, what, twenty four, twenty five. And it's funny. I have a friend that's pregnant, and she is around your age when you had your kids. Yeah. And what do they keep describing her? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it pisses her off. It yes, pisses it's me a, it, off it too. Has a, it has a name. I don't. I, I completely remember it. Something, or something like, like that. that. It's just like yeah. Go screw yourself, yeah. y'all. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you trap most of your money you make off of shows, yes. right? So you're doing yeah. the craft show hustle for real. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, I'm still figuring it out. You know, there How are shows. How many years have you been doing it? We're redoing it is, I think I'm in my 
third year, I want to say. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, the only show that I've kept even with kids was the Philadelphia show when I applied. So I did mm. it even if it was my only show because I I love that show. I love it. Yeah, it's a really for me. nice. I mean, it's a big show. Yeah, so. it's a big show, but it's not too big. It's not like ACC in Baltimore that is yeah. big. And and yeah. and what I like about Philadelphia is that people get my paper. Yeah, I don't get, get as much of the of the oh, but when I paint paper, it's just paper. Like, yeah, exactly. Why is it? People there get it, and maybe because I've been there the the most. Yeah, and so maybe they've seen me enough. Were you it there this year? I wasn't because I was gonna say I was like I didn't <coughs> see you there. Uh, I have a uh, little kids, and setup night was Halloween night, so I didn't even oh. apply. No. I yeah. you're a good mom. I know, and Halloween I love Halloween. Wor- yeah, it means the world to little ones. To <laughs> like to moms, not do that show so you can be. Yes. Yeah. So I a, I I really enjoyed actually good this on year. You. This year actually was the first time that they really got trick or treat. So yeah. nobody had a crisis. Oh yeah, because they're yeah. just right. O- they're old enough to like understand what's yes, happening. Yes, this Ooh. year was really. What were I they? mean, I would have really missed a lot. Yeah, I, you don't yeah. want to miss that. Yeah. What were? What your little ones go as? Uh, well, the boy is as like three different things. So <laughs> every day <laughs> was like a different <laughs> thing. So the Halloween night, it was what a ninja. Oh, and nice. Penelope wanted to be a vampire. She ended up with a um, butterfly. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, and do you do you want to see? Did you see my picture? What I was? No, where my were you? My husband and I. What we were? No, where were you? Did I? <laughs> we were the royal tam. Oh man, I can't say. <gasps> oh my yeah. gosh! Yes, I think I did, did see the royal tam. Yeah. I mean, he w- is exactly like like him, and I yeah. was. I was okay. I mean, blonde. I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. No, I. Now but that it was you said fun. It, I was like, yeah, I, I did see that I, picture. I, I was a really. I I love Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you here for the whole week? No. I'm here until... Uh, so, I have an event Wednesday mm-hmm. at, at um, Catherine's uh, studio. Okay. We're doing a talk and a party. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. If you want to come, I've, since I'm I know you're probably... Oh, you're, you're yeah. going home. I have to work a little. Like, oh, yeah. if I don't ship all the jewelry, don't yeah. get shipped, y'all. Yeah. Like, I gotta go yeah. work. But I'll be back Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. No, and I'm leaving Thursday. I'm going for... Um, craft and design show in Richmond oh yeah that's yeah. gonna be a good show yeah yeah so we'll uh, yeah so yeah, can't three do days. it all no and I'm I have a schedule of things to th- <laughs> there's like, so much going yes, on yeah and yeah. it's so wonderful I mean I I knew I was coming to an event that was uh, like they they just starting so but mm-hmm. it's already full packed with things to do it's so These fun being here and seeing people like everywhere wow. you look it's just like the most amazing jewelry like yeah. hey i love you yeah oh i love you yeah. too yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's great to see people that you know in new york i mean it's not like you know the snack conference everybody goes because you have to be there but here it's the city and yeah. you still meet people are like oh i love you julie uh, yeah yeah i like it yeah i love that yeah they're really they're really doing a great show we went this morning before this run uh-huh. we went to the jewelry library <gasps> oh is that where santa patty's show yeah, like she's doing it's is put wonderful on? we were the first two so they open every single case week oh my to god try pieces of, that's cool it was it's it's a really nice place yeah it really is so for you attending here and being here i mean the value of this experience for you is just to connect with more jewelers jewelers collectors yeah is that what you're trying to get out of it yeah yeah getting to know my people more because you know i mean i don't really 
no I mean I, I know a lot of people from shows yeah. but then when you get to shows it's work you you're know. working this yeah. one is different and so this yeah, is your time to like relax. yeah yeah it's it's my birthday present to myself when is your birthday tomorrow oh this is the last birthday. day of my 45 yeah <laughs> you look good for 45 girl kill on it um well i have to say thank you so i mean you guys i was in an interview she you must have like ran here i saw it in your face you know what i was it's holding up a note my I'm like phone, you're fine my phone keeps i uh, see i'm talking with my hands now no, you're fine <laughs> <laughs> I warn everybody too. I'm like, don't talk with your hands too much. You knock the microphone. So um, my phone keeps sending me in different directions. So we were going completely the opposite oh, way. And, so, yeah. and there are no numbers here. So I was 12. 12 That's why I told everybody. I was like, plan to be here 10 minutes yeah, early. Yeah. Because then maybe and they'll I be right on time. And I could hear your voice in my ear. Oh, sorry. I touched my ear. Sorry. No, and I, I was like, oh, I should have been here five no, minutes earlier. No, you're totally fine. That's why I said be 10 minutes early. So you'll be right on time. Yeah. Yeah. I know what's up. Yeah. Um, well, thank you oh, so yeah. much. You're I mean, welcome. and you guys, if you've listened to the podcast, you've obviously heard me talk about Pentaculum. Yeah. And Francesca's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So this might not be the last time you hear about her on the podcast. Because um, today is like a lot of short and sweet interviews. Yeah. But um, I have so many more questions I could oh, ask yeah. you. And I yeah. would love to talk we'll, with we'll you. Uh, yeah. We'll, I'll, I'll shut your ear off when oh I Oh, my God. There. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being oh, on the no, podcast. Absolutely. It's it's really exciting. <laughs> so do that do I get to re-listen to myself in my studio? Yes, now? you do. Oh, wow. I know. You're gonna be on the other side and see what it's like. That's You're weird. The that ex- <laughs> it's a full experience, you guys. Yeah, exactly. And you'll get to see I mean, I'll be sharing pictures of everybody's work and oh, everything. Nice. So um, yeah, you'll get the yeah. full oh, wow. perceived value podcast <laughs> treatment. Oh wow. <laughs> I feel so special. Sure you are. Well, thank you so much, <laughs> thank Francesca. You, Sarah. So, Corey, hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> How did you... So, you reached out to me to be on the podcast. Yes. Thank you for coming. We are in the final hour of recording at NYC Jewelry Week. Um, so, excuse me if I <laughs> lose my train of thought a few times. It's okay. I've been at work all day, so we're oh, good. Oh, great. We're in the same boat. This is fantastic. Um, how did you hear about the podcast? Um, well, my friend Eric actually tagged me in your post. So I probably would have missed it if he wouldn't have tagged me. Oh, and who's your friend Eric? Do I know Eric? I don't think so, but he's actually a ceramic artist. But he also I taught him a couple uh, last year, Intro to Metals. And yeah. so he follows a lot of the jewelry art that's going on around oh here. Oh, my God. I love that. You, you gave him a little gateway into it. <laughs> yes. Um, so do you, you live in New York City? Yes, I do. I live in Brooklyn right mm-hmm. now. Um, are you from Brooklyn? No, I'm actually from uh, Grayson, Louisiana, which is a small town in northern uh, northern Louisiana. Oh, wow. So, so what brought you, brought you up to New York? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a funny, funny, funny story. Um, <laughs> I just graduated with my master's in fine arts from Stephen F. Austin State University. Is that in Louisiana? It's in Texas. So oh, it's in Nac- Texas. Nacogdoches, Texas. Okay. Um, so sometimes I'll have a country accent. You can probably <laughs> hear it sometimes. Yeah, you, now I hear it. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then... Um, so I was graduating and I got accepted to do an art residency in Toronto, Canada at Harbourfront um, oh, Center. Oh, okay. And so I was on my way up there 
and I kind of got turned around because I had a bunch of tools in my car. Yeah. And they were like, you don't have a work visa. You can't come through. So what? I drove over here to Brooklyn where one of my friends lives here. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then so they were trying to figure that out. And I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. Yeah. And I, I ended up actually landing a, um, a job here with an artist. And so I decided to stay. <laughs> But how long did that take? Were you just like crashing on couches for a few uh, weeks? Luckily, my friend had a spare room and didn't mind. And so yeah. I bought groceries and I cleaned the apartment. And yeah, I was crashing on pretty much a couch, like a blow up mattress that I had for like two months. Wow. Yeah. That's lucky, though. And yes. to also, you know, New York City is not an easy city to kind of not move at to. All, not at all. But luckily, like I said, I had all the money and everything I needed in my car yeah. <laughs> since I was going to Canada. So Man, Canada. You're yeah. lost. I know. <laughs> um, so who did you get a job with? I work for Michael Michaud. He's a jewelry artist. Um, he's inspired by nature. A lot mm -hmm. of his jewelry is actually more world known in like Asia, mm -hmm. Germany, uh, the UK. He actually shows in the um, Victorian and Albert Museum. Okay. Um, but he also has some pieces here in the U.S. We're trying to get him more known because he's based here in New York. Yeah. So I'm actually his assistant and I do some designing and um, I get things ready for the production and I do jewelry photos and catalogs and stuff like that. That's funny that... <laughs> You're that he's based here, but he's well known in other places. I know every time I mention his name here, nobody seems to know. I so know I'm gonna try is. and help to get <laughs> him known along with you know me. Yeah, <laughs> and then is he involved in Jewelry Week at all? He is not for some reason, they don't know about Jewelry Week. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's such a it, well, it's brand new, so yeah, of course, the inaugural year, and yeah, I think it's funny how there's so many jewelers and there's so many different facets of the industry that even somebody who has their whole business in New York City could still be completely unaware that New York I City know. jewelry is happening. They're kind of a little bit on the outskirt of the city. They're in Belmore, New York, so maybe that's why, but yeah. to be fair, I didn't really know about it till I went to Snag in Portland. So Yeah, yeah it's, an, it's the first one, so... Um, it's still just kind of getting the word out. I know some mm -hmm. people that like, yeah, I heard about this three weeks ago and bought a plane ticket. You yeah. Know? So it's kind of slow moving. Um, so for this week, did you take time off work? Like, are you... I wish I could, but we're in major design mode for spring right now. Ah. And we have a show actually on, well, a gift show. I'm going with Michael to Connecticut on Saturday. So oh, yeah. I won't get to do much for Jewelry Week, but I'll do a few things. Yeah. Get so. there where you can. I mean, because you're living in Brooklyn, so you can kind of hop around. Mm -hmm. um, what are you most looking forward to this week? Um, the, if I can, the Heidi, uh, Heidi Lowe yes, earrings galore. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I want to buy some earrings. <laughs> I, yeah. Every time I go to that show, I bought a pair of earrings. Yes. I used to, sh I've showed in that show before. Um, it's good. I mean, that's kind of where. I saw it in Portland, but I didn't have a job and then now I do. <laughs> so I can afford jewelry. Like, Things are different this <laughs> yes, time. I'm getting those earrings. <laughs> um, yeah. And I definitely, I'm going to buy I'm probably going to buy I'm allowed to buy one thing this week <laughs> and so I'm saving it for when I go to her closing reception on Friday because I'll, I'll find I'll be there on Friday because that's when I get paid yeah and it, you know what what I like about that show is that there's all types of um, mm -hmm. earrings and price points yes. you know so a lot of places I'm going this week I'm definitely not going to be able to afford anything um, but 
I know she'll have things within my price range that I can. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. So do you think you'll make anything else besides that? Kind of like when you get off work, see what's happening here and there? Yeah, I have a couple of scheduled things, but I can't remember really off the top of my head. I know yeah. I have a studio at the um, the Brooklyn Metal Works. Oh, okay, so cool. So I rent a desk there, and so I know I'll be there for a couple of things. Yeah. Um, but you'll be at a show on Saturday, so you're going to miss their reception. I'm going to miss, yes. Aww. I know. I'm, I'm kind of heartbroken, but it's still going to be good for me to be there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how long have you been in New York? Um, since August, so that's... Oh, wow. So this all just happened. <laughs> yeah, this all just happened. And you My just life changed, em- like, really fast. And oh, um, yeah. like I say, I believe in fate. Like, if I wouldn't have gone to Toronto, yeah. I wouldn't have ended up in Brooklyn. And then I wouldn't have ended up with the job. And so I would have been <laughs> sitting at my parents' house like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. And how do your parents feel all about this? They're extremely happy for me. They never expected me to land a job that actually could pay for my lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really important here because mm-hmm. the cost of living is so yes, high. it really is. Can I ask how much you pay in rent? Mine isn't too bad. It's eight twenty-five, and I have a four-bedroom apartment, and it's huge. Like, do I can... You, but you have four roommates. Four roommates, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not that bad for New York prices. Not that bad. A lot of the place, a lot of other people I know that live here, they pay about, well, in Brooklyn, yeah. they pay about a thousand and it's maybe a two bedroom, but their rooms are so tiny with no closet. So. Yeah, that's the thing. I pay 700 in Philly, but it's, my mm-hmm. bedroom's like half the size of our apartment, so I pay a majority. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I pay a little bit more and I'm happy with that. Oh, hey. <laughs> I keep seeing people, if you ever listen to the podcast, Georgina Trevino just <laughs> walked in and of course she's dancing already (laughs) she's always dancing (laughs) she just lied to my life right there um yeah and so with school just graduating Mm -hmm. do you have a lot of student loan debt to catch up on? no actually i'm a workaholic oh Um, nice so i got a lot of scholarships i worked as a ta um studio assistant and also part-time job as a meat cutter. Oh my God, I <laughs> that, love that. That pays a lot of money. <laughs> With this woman sitting in a suede leather coat looking very <laughs> elegant. Wouldn't have clocked her as a meat cutter, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the country. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their first question pretty much was like, are you scared of blood? And I'm like, I'm a female. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh my God, no, true words were but never spoken. I, I, worked, I worked my butt off and I had an online store too. So I sold a lot of small jewelry things and I, I paid wow. for college while I went so no no student debt good for you did your parents help you out at they all they helped with undergrad and then yeah. graduate school they were like you're on your own that so. makes sense I think that's fair mm-hmm. you know like at some point you're like come yeah. on now <laughs> yeah yep and then you said you're you have an MFA what was yours master of fine arts masters in fine arts yes. does that mean that you focused on jewelry and metals or did correct you, yeah yes, you did yes, okay. I did um my undergrad though I didn't we didn't have anything like jewelry and metal smithing like yeah. nothing at all until like my last semester so everything was sculpture a lot of welding um and some yeah. ceramics and then so I kind of did post-grad actually because I literally had no experience in jewelry but I knew I wanted to do that so yeah that's, oh, that's how, smart yeah yeah I never knew what a post-back was or whatever I was like what is that yeah it's it was just kind of because I just didn't have the skill levels yet. So That's I didn't smart. know how to do a few things like form a ring properly or set a stone properly or a hollow construction. But 
I was kind of learning from a couple of artists before I applied. So I had like kind of a portfolio, but not really. So I was able to build up my portfolio by doing the post-grad and then officially got accepted into graduate school after like a year. Nice. Well, congratulations on that. (laughs) Thanks. Well, it's the end of the night. I'm sorry to make this so quick, but I have to make it kind of quick. It's okay. Did you have any (laughs) questions for me? Um, Anything on the podcast you want to hear more about? Mm, no, you're doing good. Just keep being nosy, asking keep all the on, questions. Yeah, keep on asking questions. Keep on being <laughs> nosy. <laughs> Get some flair in Get, there. Yeah, keep yeah. the dancing going. Keep the dancing. Well, Georgina Trevino's yeah. here, so. I yeah, know. Oh, there's Marta Costa <laughs> There's all these people here. It's amazing. They're showing up at the last minute. I That's know. What's going good on. God, I have too much going They're on. They're trying to wow, jump in. Sophia Platina. <laughs> all right. Oh, and Bunch then of rock stars. Yep. yep. They're all here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Look at you. Get that selfie with that microphone. Right? Of course. I've gotten it down to an art. I do a lot. I'm going to raise you just a little. Yeah. You're taller than all the women. Am I? Surprise. Really? (laughs) Well, I haven't had to adjust this mic once today, which is nice. So, um... Notice that the the microphones are omnidirectional, so if you move your head, that the voice is going to go out. Okay, so just yeah, that's perfect. Oh, you're right there. Perfect. Okay, I love it. Um, hi. Hi. Last but not least. But not least. I've been looking forward to (laughs) talking to you all day. Me too. Um, you know, we're gonna need more time eventually to do like a full interview. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is gonna be like down and dirty. This place is closing earlier than I thought, so we have to like make this happen. Um, but Pasha, hi. Hi. You live in Hello, Toronto. Sarah. Yes, I do. Um, international artist International. Here. <laughs> Very international. Um, but you're, uh, were you born in Toronto? No, I was born and raised in Tehran, okay. Iran. Oh, wait, say I that again, because I never say it right. Tehran. Tehran? Iran. Iran. Yeah, yeah I say yeah. it. Mm, okay. Yeah, some people don't know where that is, but. <laughs> I, do. Can, I, I do, I do. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Um, I moved to Canada in 99. I was in Vancouver for four years, then Montreal for four years for oh, school. I like Von- um, Vancouver. Yeah. I lived in Seattle for a long time. Oh, you did? They're very similar Oh, cities. very similar. Yeah. They even very look... Similar. I mean, you guys it's copied our uh, West Coast, everything's similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we used to take trips to Seattle for fun times. Yeah, because it's three yeah, hours Vancouver's away. Because Vancouver's kind of boring and... Yeah. yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. And then after that was Montreal, which was great for oh. university. Yeah. And then I actually moved back to Iran to work with my father. Oh, wow. What's your um, dad do? He is a furniture designer. Oh, so you're I from a family of artists yes. and creative. Yeah. My mom is a pastry chef. My dad is a designer. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he also makes furniture. And I moved back and I was there for three years, but it didn't really go so oh, well. Oh, because you're working for your father? <laughs> exactly. I'm so shocked. I was kind of trying to, you know, <laughs> stay away from him now, but yeah, that's exactly... Yeah, it didn't. It's just like also living in Canada for so many years, adapting back to to yeah. the culture there and stuff was a bit uh, difficult. But yeah. that's where I started making jewelry out of like utter desperation, out of um, oh, so you didn't even make metal jewelry pieces. until this no, moment. No, oh. uh, and then I started making uh, my bracelets yeah. uh, with leathers and then it sort of evolved into the cuffs mm-hmm. and then the cuffs were a huge hit and then I was like okay I want to be a jewelry designer so I moved back to Toronto which I never thought I'd live in yeah because I didn't like it 
but then it's been eight years now that I've been in oh, Toronto. Oh, so you live in Toronto. Oh, yeah. I live in Toronto. I haven't lived anywhere, like, besides where I grew up that long yet. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. always been, uh, like, four years, four years, four years. But then yeah. now I was like, okay, time to leave. But then I was like, no. Because once you go to school in a city, yeah. that's where I went to jewelry school. Oh, okay. At George Brown for three years. Then I did jewelry arts. And it was probably the best decision of my life. Yeah. yeah. What, what makes you love it so much there? Oh, by the way, I've never been there, but I want to go. Yeah, you should come. It's not that far away. No, it's not. Well, That's like, how why I'm here. How far away is it from here? An hour flight. <gasps> That's it? Like door to door is literally like three hours. What? Yeah. And how much was that flight? Uh, the flight, flights are usually, you can find flights for like 250 or 300, but I, um, I have managed to collect points with Air Canada. Nice. So there I got go. my ticket um, through my points. I only paid $100 for taxes. Oh, that's fees. amazing. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Okay. And then I, uh, I got here on Friday night, sorry, Saturday night. Oh, so you've been here for a minute already. Yeah. So how long are you going to be here for? Until the 20th. <gasps> oh, are you, yeah. are you going to be here on Saturday? Yes. You're, okay, so our show's on Saturday, our reception's on Saturday. Okay, And perfect. everybody I keep meeting, they're like, I leave on Thursday, Friday. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm staying here till Saturday. I mean, not till Saturday, but till the 20th. Because I was like, once it's done, you know, it's such a it's exciting, a vibrant uh event that i was like i need to calm down after that and then go home <laughs> have the come down here exactly but i was home. like also pasha you have a lot of work to do for christmas but then i was like it's new york you know i can enjoy <laughs> a few days here and then go back and do all the work I, that is funny because i have been talking about people who was like oh you know academia is still going also this is crunch time for jewelers oh what is do you make jewelry full-time oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah oh yeah so you're like, yeah i had yeah. a so w after i finished my uh, studies at george brown i got my residency at harborfront center okay which is um a great institution oh, in Corey, who was just on the podcast was talking yeah, about that she Canada actually applied yeah <laughs> she applied for the residency but then i guess she had some border problems so she never went but um i was there for three years which is i think it's the longest residency in the world yeah that's residencies a really are long usually one. six months to Penland a year. has a three-year residency oh they yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah oh i thought that was two years no the fellowship I did is okay. two years, but okay. there. But still, that's yeah. It's unheard of to have yeah. a three-year residency. So They're it was really three long. years there, and then I used to work uh, for Burks, which is like the equivalent of Tiffany in Canada. Oh, for two years, just because I'm horrible with business side of things. Yeah, I just make things, and I'm like, oh, you have it. Oh, oh, it's great, yeah. you have it. But then working at Burks taught me that I need to actually value my work yes. and make some money. That's a great yeah. lesson to learn. Oh, yeah. I was working, so I was. Uh, so the condition for Harborfront was three days a week minimum yeah so I was three days at a harborfront and then four days at my job 40 hours at Burks and then 30 hours at harborfront so it was 70 hour weeks yes I love that hustle yeah. you hear yeah. that exactly but I'm sure at the end of that like oh. stint you're a badass jeweler it, with a yeah. great work ethic like it prepared me for now now that I left harborfront and I was hit with the whole fact that oh you need a studio and you need <laughs> equipment you have overhead exactly it's you real. have overhead you have electricity bills to pay and equipment like it's funny how you when you leave places like that you realize that Okay, now it's like you really yeah. need to, like every second sort of counts to make the bills. And I never had, like, I don't want to be like super rich, but you also yeah. need you to don't pay the be, bills. Yeah, you want to be, at least be able to like take a vacation oh, and absolutely. go to the doctor and not have to absolutely. think twice about it. Yeah. So mm. now after the um, residency ended, I managed to find a, an amazing studio partner. He's yeah. an industrial designer. Oh. And he's just such a wonderful 
person and he offered me space in his studio and also access to his I was going to say, yeah, I was like, oh, I bet he has Oh, and he also has an extensive (laughs) amount of knowledge with everything. So it's just, I feel so lucky to have had that opportunity. The studio was a little bit more than I was um, expecting to pay. Yeah. But I was like, you know what, a couple of hundred dollars more, but it's, I look at it as an investment. The benefits make it better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also having somebody, because I can't really work on my own. I like that sort of social environment to have somebody oh, yeah. else to like bounce ideas off mm-hmm. um, you know just get help I help him he helps me talk to some I get lonely like oh, I don't yeah. I'm a bad jeweler in the sense lonely. that you know a lot of people I think like jewelry because you do get to work solitary and blah 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 I'm the exact opposite I'm such a social butterfly oh yeah me too <laughs> no wonder I the mean, podcast yeah. is working out really <laughs> well for me yeah. I, it's my job is to no, talk to people yeah. no. so that's the part I always struggle but so what are you most looking forward to at Jewelry Week? Are you showing anywhere? Like, no, that? I'm not. Well, I kind of uh, tried, but then I realized that they're mostly, it's New York focused. So they were focusing yeah. on artists from New York. There were yeah. some exhibitions that I could have applied to to show, but um, I was a little late. Yeah, for stuff. that's fair. And then I was like, it's going to be, because I was also, I applied um, for an internship position with New York Jewelry Week oh, yeah. to help with their social media. Oh. Oh, really? Cool. And I got, um, they they accepted me as a team member. And I was like, okay, this is giving me, because I was going to come regardless. Yeah. But once you have a purpose like this that you're also putting in for the community, it makes it uh, a lot more sort of significant, justifiable, you know. Being involved in some other way. You know, you're just there. I mean, I see you got the fancy badge on. What is it? The front of it say? Is it a volunteer badge? Yeah. Oh, there's some. Oh, you got a staff badge. Yes. Madam. Look at Staff, you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got it today and I was they were like, Do you have a badge? I was like, No. They were like, You need one. I was like, Yeah, yeah it I would do. make it more legitimate if I have one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um so what are your like top things you're excited to see? I was actually very excited to see all the um exhibitions at Pratt. Oh, yeah. And I was there all day today. It's funny because I kept wanting to leave. And then they were like, oh, did you see the other exhibition at the other building? And I was like, how many buildings are here? How many exhibitions are here? (laughs) And it was magnificent. Some of the work there just blew my mind. That's funny because someone did mention that they're going to Pratt for the gallery crawl. And I was like, come again? Oh, yeah. What? I think they're doing another one tomorrow, too. And I highly recommend it. And they have oh. such a wonderful faculty and staff there too. It was so. It just felt like home. I was like, you guys are making me want to go back to school again, which is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I have to go back to Philly. I was gonna go back tonight, but I realized that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So I'm gonna stay. No. The I'm gonna sleep and then drive yes. at 6 a.m. back <laughs> to Philly because I work tomorrow. To, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I work I at 9 a.m. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't worry. You're gonna drive back at six. Yeah. How long is the drive? Two hours. Two hours. Okay. Oh, like an hour and a half. I might be able to pull. You know what? I also think I'm gonna pull the card of like I'm coming in at 10. Okay. My job yeah, is chill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then like leave it's at like to have a eight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. So that's fine. Yeah, I need to be more realistic oh, about yeah. this. I, gotta I know. Sleep. <laughs> Sleep and food. Yeah, yeah, but I'm gonna work the next two days and then come back. Okay. Um, but I hope you come to our show on Saturday. Oh, I will. For it's sure. a one-day event, and then our opening is at night. And for me, it just—I just love it because it's a way to actually get to see people and oh, hang absolutely. out. Absolutely. You know, that was my main reason coming here because I'm a true believer in community. Yeah. And I've also attended a lot of snack conferences. Oh, you have. And this past oh. year, I became the Connects Council, which is also like yeah, it's like similar to like the U- ambassador program for AJF. Exactly. I'm, an amb- I'm the U.S. ambassador. Oh, for you AJF. are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I had <laughs> that too, and then um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, you know. It's a nice way to be connected. Oh, yeah. I'm already thinking about. Um, 
I was just Sophia Platina and some yeah, yeah, other yeah. people were just now were like I was like I'm not gonna make it to Munich because I really need to go to Snag like I feel oh, like yeah. a lot of my listeners are well, so in I'm gonna America. see you in Snag again you are yeah oh, perfect and I okay, already been approached about some events so yeah this was like I was like this is done then I need to make enough money to be able to go to Chicago Sna- yeah yeah um and your girl can't afford that yeah. registration fee but I'm going as press I know which is it's like I'll be working the whole time so, I just yeah. found out that we have a um, travel grant through um, uh, Ontario Craft Council oh, so nice. I'm going to apply for that hopefully if I get it I'll go but I see these things as investment like you meet so many people yeah. you network You like today I just feel like I'm in my tribe whose phone is going on uh oh it's not mine is it no no, it's mine is always yours. on silent. Someone, I think someone's charging I the phone. I, 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 when like, people's ding, phone ding, rings, ding. I'm like, why do you have it on ring? Like, just put it on silent. <laughs> I know. I actually, somehow my ringer accidentally got turned on yesterday and I like heard it and I was like, what it is like, this? Who is this? And I was like, oh my God, why it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So to keep your costs down, are you staying with a friend during this time? Yes, I am. Yeah. I have. Yeah, that's the, that's one of the best things about being Iranian is that you have People Iranian everywhere. connections <laughs> everywhere, especially in the major cities like London, Paris, New York, San Francisco. Like every yeah. time I go to these places, that's that's one of the things that actually saved me. Because if I yeah. had to pay for accommodation here, I'm not sure if I could have afforded it. Oh, yeah, same. But yeah, I was staying with a friend uh, up in Harlem until last night. And then now I'm going to another friend's in Brooklyn. Yeah, okay. Thank good. you, friends, <laughs> yeah, for thanks, letting friend. me stay. Same thing with me i'm yeah. just like hopping around it's great so. yeah yeah that's why you network i know right, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh okay well this is not the last we'll hear of pasha on the podcast because i have so many questions i mean just even I iranian culture and like right what kind of jewelry culture is there and i just have so many questions I oh yeah ask you. i'm i'm there we're doing a part two real interview either at snag or okay. maybe i'll jump up to I'll toronto oh yeah please i mean i want to and you know aurelier and um noel oh yeah montreal like, oh yeah yeah but i have things to do in canada Noel's gallery is is one of the i wonder um, if i would have any best. trouble taking my podcast equipment over the border um because i knew a lot of musicians yeah because they from canada that would um their equipment they would have issues with so they just borrow equipment in vancouver okay and then because you can't make any money off of things but yeah. you know what to be honest i'm not really making money off yeah yeah yet. no so I, like, that's what i was gonna come say at like, me, yeah. border patrol. <laughs> <laughs> come at me yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm sure we could probably find you equipment in toronto <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can make no it we'll work. figure it we'll figure it out i'm a charmer i'm yeah. just yeah fine. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a trooper i'm sure you can figure this out i'm sure you've been in worse situations than yeah, yeah. coming to, like across the border to canada even when i know i don't have any drugs or anything on me yeah exactly. like, i don't have anything on my record i'm still always so oh, scared i know crossing the border doesn't matter where you go even if i whenever i go back home to iran too it's the same concept like whenever i want to leave i'm like what if they're like you're, no yeah no you can't leave and i'm like no no i have to go back but yeah crossing the border is always uh it's stressful tricky stressful yeah business well, thank you so much oh, no, thank you. for this really very quick this. interview. We great. have to close down earlier than yes. I thought. So you're being a trooper. And oh, you no, brought me sushi and I haven't even ate any. I don't know. 
because I thought about it. Well, I, you're I, so amazing. No, I thought about it last night. I was like, I'm pretty sure that she's probably gonna because I do this whenever I'm distracted. I don't eat like today. Yeah. I didn't eat. I had a croissant in the morning and then sushi at <laughs> eight o'clock or well, seven. Yeah, o'clock. and it's like I booked interviews solid for the entire. I day. know that's because um, I was looking at your when you were posting <laughs> it online on your Instagram. I was like, whoa, this girl is like in for a long day, and food is important. Uh, I, also, I didn't like, think you this know. many people would want to talk with me, yeah. so I didn't think about it. <laughs> oh no, everybody wants to talk to you um yeah no it's been a great day um good you're such a lovely you have so much you have great energy so it's Thank kind of you. perfect that i'm ending the day with Thanks. you because i was feeling a little down oh no no i'm um, good at, and yeah. drained and you're like you're totally kind of giving me life right oh, now Pasha. that's great to hear <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot. Um, well, Give thank you so night. much for being thank on you. the podcast. It was a pleasure. Anytime. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. Perceived Value is recorded and produced by me, Sarah Rachel Brown. If you love the podcast and you want to show your support, become our patron. Visit patreon.com slash perceived value to learn more. Or check out our website at perceivedvaluepodcast.com and click on the support page. As always, thank you for listening.